nothing chain but the chain. We on your head like a bang. All double laws, no rain. Big thing came with a name. Got all eyes on my game. Hundred thousand kiss the rain. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Cinemax Savants, aka the greatest podcast in the world. We got Sean over here. We got Ryan right next to me. Oh, sorry for the week off, but we right back, getting ready to get it going. Oh, shout to all the kings out there. Shout to all them dons walking the streets. Shout to all my queens. Big ups to all the moms out there. All right, how we doing this week, gentlemen? Yeah, man, much better this week. Okay, yeah, doing good. Uh, Unfortunately, we got to start with a little bit of low vibrations yeah. because we got to say goodbye to another great artist. Whether how you feel about him or not, Takeoff made some really good music. Migos is going in the history book as one of the greatest rap groups ever. And unfortunately, due to some bullshit, we got to say goodbye to another one. Now, I ain't gonna lie, this one hurt a lot more than I thought it was gonna hurt when I saw that. Because I, I usually think, like, alright man, there goes somebody just putting some out there, saying somebody died. Like, because I, I didn't believe it at first when they said Kobe died, when TMZ put that out. But one thing I'm starting to learn, TMZ, they don't put nothing out unless they absolutely know it for sure. And I saw that on TMZ, I was like, damn it, another one. Take off, damn it man. This one hurts a lot for me. This one really stung. And I'm not like the biggest Migos fan, but I did like Takeoff. Takeoff was my favorite out of all of them. Offset what? is cool. No, I, I like Takeoff a lot more than I like Quavo. Quavo was, they were trying to make him like the Beyonce of the Migos, yeah. but I really didn't buy into that. I, I listened to Takeoff's album like the the other night when I first saw that. I ain't gonna lie. His album is fucking, fucking bomb, man. That, that album really goes. Y'all need to listen to his album again. It came out about five years ago. Yeah, the Takeoff album was nice. Yeah, they all put out their solo projects. And I was like, okay, man, they trying to make Quavo the one. Yeah. Offset, he cool, man. But mostly, I just see him as Cardi B's husband. I, remember, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yes, yeah, I see. I remember you <coughs> gave me the Quavo CD that you had that time. I did? Yeah, and you let, you burned an co- extra copy. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. I listened to that the whole summer. That's was what, like, that CD yeah, was jamming. Yeah, yeah. That so Quavo I, CD was awesome. I like their the best individual stuff. It's just as much, you know, as their, their whole trio there. So I'm a certified Migos groupie. And I'm not gonna lie, if I if I was ranking them, I would put Takeoff as third. It's not. It's just because I like all three of them a lot. But if I had to pick my favorites, I would definitely say it goes uh, Quavo, uh, Offset, Offset, Takeoff. I, w- I would say that. But I'm a, I was upset just the fact that they were splitting off into just uh, Quavo and Takeoff. I was mad that Offset was leaving the group. Um, so I would not be surprised if um, Quavo and uh, Offset reconcile after this tragedy. But, uh, yeah, there's been, uh, over the past few years, there's been some uh, pretty big deaths in the hip-hop community. This was the most, this is the one where I was actually familiar with the with the person. Every every time we kept hearing about these other rappers getting killed, I, I, would, I didn't even know who Juice World was until he got killed. That's how really? out of the loop I am. I, I knew who he was, but... I was, it was shocking. Yeah, I was, not, I was not familiar with him. I was not. Yeah, because as recently was a uh, Juice World. That was a big one because yeah. he was really popular. XXX and Tasha yeah. on a few Somebody years ago. killed him. A Juice World overdosed. <laughs> he overdosed. Yeah. Yep, he overdosed. And uh, P&B Rock, I think that was like about a month ago, he got shot and killed in mm. uh, L.A. Was it Young Dolph or? Uh, Young Dolph, yeah. Yep, he, somebody he shot him. Shot. And a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mac Miller, he died not too yeah. long ago. Overdose there. Yeah. Another overdose. I feel like, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a lot. Mm-hmm. And 
I tried to listen to the younger artists because that's what my son listens to. So I'm trying to relate to my kids. I'm becoming that father. I got to do a bunch of nonsense about, you know, rappers and drugs and all that stuff. I was like, damn, man, do the 90s really sound that much better? Or am I just being old again? But yeah. this, the the Migos, their, their music was really good. Oh, that yeah. last and album, he's the youngest like, out of the three on top of that. That's so fucked up because he does, he did like the older one. He yeah. was like the older, like more responsible one, the more wise one. Because well, like he's always the one yeah. that stays quiet. Yeah, he, I, I never too. see him say nothing, you know? So he's always in the background, seem like, yeah. So. Even in an interview, I don't remember him saying <laughs> shit. I was like, oh, man, damn, he, he good. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah. man. Man of, a, like, you know, strong words, a few words, but, but this one, this one really stung. They said he got killed over a fucking dice game or something. Yeah. At a bowling alley. See, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, it just solidifies my my position of just staying in a house. Yeah. Well, apparently it was a high. It's not like they were just out there shooting craps out there, <coughs> three o'clock in the morning. This was a high stakes dice game, so there was some a lot of rich people, and I've even heard a lot of people comparing uh, this producer, this Jay Prince Jr. They're calling him the modern day Suge Knight because apparently there was some popular jeweler. Uh, out of Chicago that got killed about a year ago and that happened right after a dice game where this same Jay Prince Jr. was he lost money to that drawer and apparently they think this guy had his goons go shoot him afterwards just to get his money back Ugh. and of course the jeweler was robbed of all his jewelry and his winnings from that high stakes crap game were taken out of his pocket and of course his murder still unsolved as it is so that might be something we haven't heard the last of because uh yeah, I think somebody lost a lot of money to take off that night and got some payback. That's what it happens. It wasn't just, hey, hey, we got out of the party. Let's not go to our big-ass house and bang these girls. Let's shoot some dice. Yeah. No, this was a high-stakes crap game where there was thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars at stake. Just, some people saying Quavo had something to do with it. Like, no. it, Yeah, I doubt it, but... It seems like every little thing I read, he's in connect. I mean, of course, he's going to be connected, but they were saying this is Quavo's fault, and I just didn't read it. You know, I didn't see what it exactly was about because I knew it probably was fake. But that's uh, his nephew. Yeah. He's not going to have his no, no. Yeah, I don't like the energy being put out in the world. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the something. internet. Of course, they're going to say everything. Of course, they're going to say like I did hear some story about like there was an argument before all that, and you mm-hmm. know, next thing you know, all hell broke loose. But you know, hopefully, whoever did that to take off, they get arrested. They get charged to the to, to the full extent of the law because well, this, this the, is just fucked up. The chief of that area of Houston, wherever he's at, he came out with like, ah, takeoff was a fine guy. He was a fine young man. He was like, he didn't have nothing bad to say about him. You know what I mean? He's like he just yeah. got caught up in something. So yeah, he's like, I've always had running with him. Whatever I, he's just always been a, a citizen, you know, a good citizen. You know, so and he was, you know, I know they were from Atlanta, right? Most of them were yeah. from Atlanta, but. Yeah, he said he had nothing but good things to say. Of course, you know, it's oppressing, and they're not going to say crazy stuff at oppressing or nothing. But he said it is. he was a good citizen in the community, and he was a role model, you know. so He's a Georgia legend. Uh, yeah. That whole group's a Georgia yeah. legend. Yeah. yeah, we'll just wait for Fox News to come out, and they'll start bringing up all his bad shit that he did in his life. Man, you yeah, can always yeah, count you on him to throw some shit out there. Like, hey, man, like he like he got sent to detention. It ain't great, man. You know, he got a yeah. traffic violation right here, man. He didn't pay all his parking tickets. You know how they bring up bullshit. Oh, but, yeah, this one stung. So, yeah, rest in peace to take off. And prayers and condolences to everybody involved. This is another sad one. I, I don't it's like seeing real sad one. This, this hurt me a lot. I'm, I am a Migos super fan. This hurts a lot. Uh, what, what, what can we do? What can, what can we tell the people? Just, just try to stay safe. 
like stay out of the way for the most part. Yeah, if you're not around people you don't trust and there's a lot of money involved, get the heck out of there. Yeah. It's not worth it. If, you, if, if you're not around all people you trust and there's a lot of money involved, stay the hell out of there. Yeah, if you have, have to fun. be anywhere where there might be a gun there, just don't go there. Yeah. Good advice. Anytime you're playing with money, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be somebody got cheated out or don't, don't think you're playing right or get mad because they get embarrassed. Dice craps, that's just a... That's a bad vibe, you know what I mean, when they're, yeah. especially when it's not sanctioned by anything, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a bad vibe. It doesn't go well, you know, so. No, emotions yeah. and egos get yeah. involved, man. Hell, yeah. people get mad in Vegas when there's a casino sanctioned, you know what I mean? So you can imagine when it's on the streets for thousands. And I'm sure they were playing for couples of hundreds of thousands, at, at least, you know what I yeah. mean? So uh, they got enough money to play big time. Yeah, like and they were said. indoors, yeah. yeah. He got shot outside, yeah, but they yeah. were indoors oh, on a professional crap table. They weren't throwing it up against a brick wall. Either way. That's what, that's if the first headlines I read, they led me to believe that. Like, yeah, yeah he was playing a dice game after a party, and well, they showed his dead body laying outside. They made it seem like he was actually playing. This was a high uh, with ballers all around there. Well, a bowling alley can't throw – it's not a casino, so they have to have a legal – because a bowling alley can't have no – uh, they, that's not the only spot they were in. They, they were playing dice that night. They didn't say. Yeah, they didn't say. Right yeah, they could have been anywhere. It could have been in a casino for sure. There yeah. are pictures, and they, that that is a high. That is a professional table they were playing on. It, it's sickening. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, we had to start that way. But yeah, rest in peace to take off. Sorry you had to go, but please rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, you provided a lot of good music for me and a lot of other fans for sure. All right, now we got to pick up the energy. Unfortunately, we got to try to move on. Show must go on. Yeah. Aside from that, how we been doing this past yeah, past man. couple of weeks, man? We took a week off. Yeah, so. just been watching. Sean, I see you've been out of Halloween parties. Yeah, well, oh, Ryan came too, who didn't dress up, but he came out there. And was, you got all those bills, there. You can't control this OJ. <laughs> <laughs> Those are five hundred dollars now. Yeah, it's hard yeah, to find. Yeah. You can put some black gloves on. And I came as Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. That's one of my favorite players. I came as Buffalo Bills yeah, football player. That was a good time. We, there wasn't a whole lot going on. We just drank and played pool and listened to uh, uh, Transylvania history because the guy went to his house. He's from Hungary. He was born in Transylvania, but oh. lived, yeah, but lived in Hungary, 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 mm. yeah, and he grew up there. As a guy I work with, and so he threw a nice little party. It was a nice little get together. So it was a dress up party. So yeah, uh, thanks again for that invite. Yeah, that I was, had a great time. Yeah, or you were there later than me. You know, I invite <laughs> him. He stayed later than I did. You know, <laughs> had some good liquor. Yeah, yeah. Well, he ain't drinking. gonna turn down a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We, yeah, we had a good time. It was we just laid back and ate and had a play pool and laughing. People falling asleep and uh, you know, can't <laughs> hang. Once you get past ten thirty for us, now it's too late. Man, as soon as it hit so. nine thirty, man, I just like, man, it's about bedtime. Yeah, for me, yeah, man. So. <laughs> That was sun gone? Fun. Yeah, for oh. sure. Fun. Fun. Super fun. So. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, a good, good time. So y'all had a good time at the Halloween party? Yeah, for Ryan, sure. Ryan came I'm, on out. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm at that that age with my kids where they don't like trick-or-treating anymore. So I ain't got to do nothing. I had to stay in my house, watch a couple of movies, man, called it a night. It was, it was a beautiful week for me. I can't really complain about nothing. So oh, with that being said, yeah, we might as well get the show started. All right. Standing ovation this week. Uh you know what, Ryan? I'll let you take lead on this one. Who you have to okay, stay in ovation okay. this week? And I gotta apologize for some reason. I think one of you guys may have done it. This uh, this actor as standing ovation. So if you have, I apologize. But I know we've all mentioned how much we love this person, and 
more than anything, it was watching that Black Panther premiere. Did you guys watch any of that? I sent you that link on YouTube. It was about oh, yeah, 30 yeah, minutes yeah. into it. But, yeah, I really enjoyed seeing that Wakanda Forever premiere on YouTube. I'm glad they did that. But the star of that red carpet was Lapita Nyong'o. Good Lord. And just recently, they had another showing in New York, I believe, yesterday or the day before. Check out that green dress she had on for that premiere. You know, they all been dressed up really nice for their premieres. They really be showing up and showing out. They really do. Angela Bassett, too. Good Lord. Oh, my God. She looks like she's still in her 30s out there. It's insane. All right. She, uh, age, she, she looks really well. But if you ever see her running 911, you, you can see the age. That, that's when the age shows up. I forgot man. she's on that show. Yeah. Okay. It's like, all right, them knees ain't working no more, man. You, you, look, you look beautiful, man, but you ain't made to run no more, baby. Stand still, man. Oh, why can't they stunt double that? Uh, they made Roger Moore look like he could run in James Bond. That's ridiculous. They could stunt no, double she, that. No, she looked like a 29-year-old, but she ran like Queen Latifah. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it, but it is like that sometimes. So it's all right, man. It's like uh, Stella got her groove back Ooh. a long time ago, man. She was looking amazing. <laughs> she looked damn near the same right now. So, yeah. Really? I blame the showrunners for even having her run at all. If you're over 60, you should not be running in any any TV show or movie. Yeah, her, ridiculous. Samuel L. Jackson, like all, all y'all should just stand still, man. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. It's serious. <laughs> oh. Oh, but I digress. Going, going back to yours, huh? But Maybe yeah, you can see her playing uh, Nakia. The uh, I guess you'd call her a widow. I'm pretty sure her and the child are going to get married, but she'll be Nakia in the upcoming kind of Forever, which uh, we're closing in. It's we're almost there, guys. We're kind of Forever yeah, is almost here. We're getting closer. Um, very underused in this uh, most recent Star Wars trilogy, I gotta say. But she had a huge impact in the Force Awakens as the voice of Maz Kanata. And I they forgot just she did that voice. Pretty much shortchanged that character the rest of the Oh, it was yeah, like the one, yeah. uh, the, the... With the goggles? Yeah, it looked yeah. like 900-year-old, yeah, a little mini Yoda-looking thing. I didn't, yeah, re- I didn't recognize her voice till the end while I saw the name. I was like, oh, shit, I did not know that was her. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, they, they underutilized that character. Um, 12 Years a Slave, she was pretty much uh, the female emotional arc of that, seeing how she suffered and kind of being the rock for our main main character that she's pretty much the reason that guy survived that 12 year ordeal uh a movie i was disappointed in but it wasn't her fault us the uh jordan peele directed uh thriller about the she was actually the highlight of the movie absolutely the highlight. she was a highlight i mean winston duke was pretty he, damn he funny did, he did pretty good but yeah but that she was, absolutely her twist in the movie was an absolute highlight of that movie for me even though i i did shit on that movie quite a bit her part in there and the storyline they gave her I actually really like that part of the story. Big time. Yeah, everything, everything I else, did not like with that movie, it's not her fault. Jordan Peele, man, like, it's almost like he almost had a tic-tac-toe, and he just decided to fuck it all up and just go the other way. It was like, all right, man, you almost had me on that one. Why you had to do all this hand-hold <clears throat> shit? But I digress. Yeah, but Lupita, she did a great job in us. A uh, knockout job in us. Um, was 12, uh, 12 Years to Slave her first role, or did she have one before she's that? She's had a few minor roles before that. Okay. And, um... She was actually one of the voices of uh, one of those uh, tigers they had in the Jungle Book remake from Disney. A very underrated movie, actually. I think it's far superior than the Lion King remake. Oh, yeah. Jungle Book was great. Oh, yeah. Her I and enjoyed Idris, it. Her and Idris Elba kicked a lot of butt in, in their voice roles in that. Um, and she was recently announced as uh, being the lead actress in a Quiet Place prequel they're making called A Quiet Place Day One, which... 
I was not really excited about. I'll be more. Hold much on, that's worse. news to me. They're me making too. a prequel. They are with Lupita as the main character. They, they, they've announced that they are making a prequel months ago, but just within this past week, they said she's going to be the lead. So my interest went from zero to a hundred because she's at the point now. I'll give anything a chance that she's in. She is absolutely phenomenal, and I think we're just tip of the iceberg. These next ten years of her career is definitely something to watch. And I really hope you knock it out the park. So, stand ovation to you. Lapita, keep doing great work. You rock. All right. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here I am slipping again, man. Here I am slipping. My bad. My bad. My bad. We got to give her a round of applause. Don't don't let me forget this. If I ever do that again, y'all just come over here and slap the shit up. <laughs> if there's she anybody deserves that deserves their round of applause, man, she definitely deserves her round of applause. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Shout out to Lapita. She deserved it. She, she's awesome. Yeah, excellent actress. Beautiful as all get out. Great talent. Great I am. Talent. I do have a theory about her and the new Black Panther, but yeah, I'll keep that to myself for a little while because you know we're definitely going to discuss Black Panther again because they've been putting out a lot of little clips again, a lot of little clips, and they're giving me a lot more clues as to what's going on. So I am excited. Really? About what okay. I think her part is okay. All right, uh, Sean, you want to take next? Okay, I'm gonna go with a guy who's been around for a while. Um, it's actually my mom's one of my mom's favorite actors, and uh, whenever she would see him on, she'd be like, "Ah, man, he he's just he's just my guy." You know, what I mean, I'm gonna go with Christopher Walken. Nice, yes, you guys, oh. Christopher Walken. Everybody yeah. loves yeah, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. He's, he's one of my mom's man. favorite actors. Um, and I remember him. And this movie was one of the reasons I brought it up. It was on. I didn't watch it for Halloween, but it was on um, uh, Peacock. It's called A Prophecy. And where that he plays, great. where he plays yeah, yeah, Gabriel, yeah yeah, 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 where he plays Gabriel It's kind of like that movie Legend, where the the um, the uh, angels were coming back and trying to stop, like what, like take over, kind of like kill the Earth off. This is kind of like what he was doing. He was Gabriel in the movie, and he was trying to like end Earth by himself. I can't remember exactly everything that happened, but I remember him being like the main antagonist in the movie. Did they make it like at least two of those? I think they made the prophecy too. And he was an angel, but he was coming back killing people. He was coming down to stop. Uh, I think he was trying to stop um, the apocalypse. So he's just going to take everybody out just uh-huh. to get it over with. And I remember him being in that. So I just remember him, his, his voice, the way he talked, you know what I mean? He's just super cool. Of course, he played in Pulp Fiction. Where he's uh, Bruce Willis' dad with the watch. We all know that uh-huh. that scene. Oh, delivering his dad's watch. watch. Yeah. yeah, talking about how they got the watch over over here from uh, had to shove it up somebody's butt <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just an iconic scene. Um, he's playing in a lot. He played in that Click movie with Adam Sandler. But he's playing in a lot of stuff that that you could just you can just. He was in that off. Jungle Book movie I was just talking about. He yeah, he, like, he's got a perfect voice uh, for stuff like that. He's got a perfect voice over Catch Me If You Can. He was in that. Um, if you remember oh yeah, that. he played yeah. his dad. I yeah, forgot he about was in that. that. Um, a man on fire. A man on fire with uh, with uh, Denzel Washington. He was kind of like the little. Uh, he was like his little friend in the movie. And he was telling him like you, you know, uh, Denzel's a is a beast. What he does, you know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. you don't want to fuck with him. You know, what I mean, like he just gets stuff done. Um, Batman. He remember he was in Batman Begins. He was like one Batman of the returns. Returns. Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait, he was who in, was he in Batman? Oh, he pushed Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer out the window. window. He wasn't. Oh, he had like white hair. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's yep. coming back to me. He was like a mob. Just in the mob, wasn't he? Yeah, he was just like a mob. He was had ties to mob. He was a, he was a rich guy who yeah. was corrupt. Okay, um, a movie that you let me borrow, King of New York. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yep, one of his yep. best movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had him and Lawrence Fishburne in there. And so a list goes on, man. He's got a, I think they just made, they did make two uh, prophecy movies, but I don't think he was in the second one. 
Um, what else we got here? It's a movie called The Dead Zone, which is, looks like it was pretty popular, but I've never seen The Dead Zone. He was in the rundown with The Rock. He was. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a bad guy. Yep, there. yep. Uh, Balls of Fury. He played in that. He was Balls, in that. What's Balls, Balls of Fury? When was that the, the ping pong? The, they were, yeah, yeah, the ping pong. Yep, I remember yep, that one. Yep, yep. I remember that one. That was, yeah, that was a great one. So he's playing a lot, and there's a, short, there's a lot of movies that I'm missing for sure, because I know he's been around for a you long time. you got to mention True Romance. Wedding Crashers. Oh, uh, of course. Man, oh, he romance. was hilarious in Wedding yeah. <laughs> True Romance, yep, right here, 1993 True Romance, True, Jungle Book, you mentioned that. Um, let's see what else we got here. We got a couple other that I didn't know he was in. Wait a uh, minute. Seven Psychopaths. You ever seen that? That, that was, was a very good movie. Hilarious. I, I haven't seen Had that Had like one. Woody Harrelson and yeah. uh, a few other. Yeah, that was a very good a, movie. I got a feeling you guys haven't seen one of his classic the movies. The Deer Hunter. There, you guys haven't yeah, seen that. I haven't seen Deer Hunter. Please I knew about it, but I heard if that was If you're fans of him and Robert I would Nero, love to watch Deer Hunter. You got yeah. to see that movie. Yeah, I, I would love to because I got that number one on here is The Deer Hunter. I had, he's in the new Dune too coming out this next year, so apparently he's going to be in that. That helps. Yeah. I did not like that um, first Dune, man. Yeah, so you got to watch it again. I, I didn't to, like it either. I had I to watch it twice. What the hell I was watching? See a black you got to watch it twice to appreciate it. it that's and, what it and came down. Visually, to it was amazing. Visually, it, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, that little sandworm thing and all that other stuff. They had a lot of stuff going on. Jason Momoa had a really good part in it. You it was know. all right. It was you know, yeah, but you got to watch it again because I think I watched it the first time. I had completely different expectations of it. I gotta watch it again and just kind of like turn my brain off a little bit yeah. and just maybe watching the first one. Wasn't that supposed to be a remake? Yeah, from back in the day, right? The eighties yeah. or seventies. I don't it? remember yeah. seeing the original one. That's then they Very said few they, people have. Then they said they got a lot of ideas for Star Wars from that. That was yeah, surprise but, me. but the book's been around for like a hundundred years. Yeah, okay. That's like a sci sci fi classic. Yeah. So this was the second adaption of that book. Yeah, I wasn't too impressed. I thought it was going to be real gravy when I saw it. It wasn't that. It didn't blow me away. I was kind of bored by it. So maybe I'll give it a chance. I know it was a big deal when it came out, but it didn't do much for me. But apparently he's in the next installment of that. So that's a big upgrade for them to have uh, Christopher Walken. He's from New York. He's 79 years old. He's still kicking. He looks a little old yeah. now, for, of course. But he's been around for a long time. And... uh I just thought about him because I saw the prophecy on um, Peacock, and that was a nice little Halloween. Right, it's yeah. been a while since I the saw the prophecy, that. and his just the that. way he talks, and he's got this, you know, his sarcasm. You know, what I mean, like hey, you know, he just talks like real, real. His, he's unique. I will say that he's very unique. When you see him, you will know it. You hear his voice, you're gonna know him. So for tonight, I'm gonna give it to my man Christopher Walken. Like I said, he's one of my mom's favorite. My mom loves Christopher Walken, so. I had to give that the nod for tonight, Christopher Walken. So, good choice. He's a legend. Oh yeah, and I can't think of the artist, but Google uh, Spike Jones Christopher Walken music video. It's it's a. Is real, it the Fat Boy Slim one? Fat Boy Slim. There we go. Yeah, he's dancing that. Yeah, that, that video was great. And uh, just want to say that real quickly, one little tidbit I didn't find out until recently. That scene in Pulp Fiction. Um, that's the only Tarantino movie where he has a co-writer. So uh, the original in, intention for Pulp Fiction was Tarantino wanted to team up with three different filmmakers and each of them tell their story. It didn't pan out that way, but Tarantino wrote the Samuel Jackson, John Travolta storyline and his buddy wrote the Bruce Willis boxer storyline, but Tarantino's a the only part that he he added in the part with Christopher Walken telling the story about the watch, so that, Pulp Fiction out of all the Tarantino movies, that's the only one he has a co-writer on that he directed, yeah. and his friend wrote the Bruce Willis boxer storyline. <laughs> but Tarantino said he did the start the scene with uh, Christopher Walken and the watch. 
thought that was interesting. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, I accept that. Never Good pick, that. Sean. Yeah. Good oh, pick. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm going to put a cap on this one. Now, my stand ovation this week is going to go to a gentleman who I did, who I think did an amazing job in a movie I saw about a little over a week ago in Black Adam, and that is Aldous Hodge, who played Hawkman. In he the was book. very good in that. Okay. Now, eh, I, 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 I'll say what I've got to say later when we no, get to no, it. Right. Uh, no, it's okay, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a salute for this one now. I had to, I had to look up his acting credits because I remember I seen him in a few other TV yeah, shows that's recently. What I thought I seen him, but I don't know where I seen him at. Now yeah. they, now the actor they gave him is um is leverage. I think that was a I guess the big one that I completely missed. I feel like I need to look that up. And of course he was in the One Night Miami, which we well I think at the very least me and Ryan gave that a salute from the Regina King movie that was directed by her, where he we, plays like a I think he plays Jim Brown. Where they oh, like okay. Malcolm X, Sam there Cook, we go. And, um, I could not Muhammad put my finger where I remember him from. Yes, yeah, yeah. He he played him in that um, another uh, underrated movie. Have y'all seen Brian Banks? Y'all seen that movie? Seen Brian, that. Banks. Brian Banks. That's that. I'll, I'll just I'll just a put football that. movie. Yep, I'll probably have I to put that on like the hidden gym on that one. But oh. yeah, I remember he did good. Now, of course, he played a uh, MC Ren in the Straight Outta Compton movie. Okay, he was mm-hmm. MC Ren. Okay, mm-hmm. yep. I think he has like he did. I don't know how many seasons of Walking Dead he did, but. I remember he had like a small part on The Walking Dead. It was probably like later on in the years when I was starting to tail off when it, when it got kind of yeah. out of control. I know I've seen him before. His voice sounds familiar too when I hear him talk. I just couldn't put a finger on it. I didn't check, take a chance to look at him. But uh, I think he had like a small, uh, I don't want to say small role. He had a role in a, a underground show with a Junior Smoulier, as I like to say it now. I don't like to say small. It's just <laughs> Smoulier. Uh, it, it sounds better. Uh, Hidden Figures, he had a part in that one. Uh, uh, the Blacklist, I used, I got on that, then I got off of it. I need to get back into it, but I think he has a part in the Blacklist. He has credit in, like, Bones. He has a acting credit in Charmed. Was that you that liked Charmed, or was that I'm Buffy? a Buffy guy, yeah. You're the Buffy guy. I okay. always turned the CW off from the Charmed came I out. know where I seen him at. Invisible Man, he was the police officer that took the girl in. Invisible Man, yeah. the same guy? Yeah, that's him. He nice. Was, he, he was her friend. Remember the, the Invisible Man beat his ass real bad in the hallway? Yeah, I'm glad yeah. he survived that Yeah, movie. I, I thought he, he was, was done for. That's where I seen him at, yeah. It's that, um, that straight out of Compton and uh, that One Night in Miami for me. I could not put my finger. I forgot he was in the Invisible Man. I know that was a really good movie too. Oh, really, I enjoyed a damn that good movie. That I enjoyed movie was great. that, and, and so I was, almost didn't watch that because somebody told me it sucked at work. I'm like, ah, I, I wasn't going to watch it because of the actress. I, I'm that not a big Brian fan of Handsmaid Tale girl. Yeah, and, her. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. Just me personally, I'm not a fan. Even though my wife loves that damn women show. love she, that show. My wife Man, tries to make me watch that show, and every time I try to watch, I'm like, you into this shit? It actually has a nice little setup for it. It's a nice setup, but I don't, I just never got into it. Yeah. But the synopsis of it is not bad. Yeah, it's so, it's just not my thing. Yeah. It's, it's not my thing personally. But yeah, uh, stand ovation this week, Mr. Aldis Hodge. I think you did a great job as Hawkman. I'm hoping that they bring him back. And other projects because quite frankly we need more black superheroes. DC, y'all definitely need more. Y'all should have put fucking Green Lantern in the fucking Justice League, the black guy. <laughs> we better get Stewart as Green Lantern. You, if, yeah, we better. If he don't get like a spinoff TV show or something, man, y'all definitely shitting on Justice League by not having the fucking Green Lantern in there. It it doesn't make him complete. It doesn't make him complete. It's like having like the Avengers and all of a sudden Thor's not in there. It makes no sense. You got to complete the whole damn thing. All right. So shout out to Aldous Hodge. Damn. I want to give you this one. All right. Get my applause right. Great actor. Did a great job. 
Uh, I'll get to Black Adam later on, but overall, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. But we'll get to our lengthy critiques of that movie, and I'm right. hopefully not all of us are going to shit on this one. Ryan, I'm talking about you. This shit will be light. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. That's what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. All right, now binge worthy this week. Uh, can I take lead? Go ahead. No, By all means, I'm gonna take lead because. Damn it, this man has been in the headlines for the past couple of weeks for all the wrong damn reasons. Uh-oh. Mr. fucking Kanye West. Oh. oh. I don't want to hear nothing else Jesus about him. He done, he done lost all his damn endorsements, man. He he, man. Ooh, shut I, up, Kanye. I hate to say it before you go. I hate to say it, but I got something. I got bad feeling something bad going to happen to Kanye. That's. I was thinking the same fucking yeah, thing. This yeah. feels like the kind of thing that you would probably need to watch. It almost feels like it's a movie playing yeah, live right, in front right. of us. And I don't know people. Okay, let me dial back a little bit because I'm a mental health guy. I can always see when somebody is just not all the way right. He definitely acts like a person who isn't taking his medicine for Mm -hmm. some weird ass reason. Him and Kyrie, they must have the same fucking doctor or something. (laughs) And I don't know what the fuck's going on. They're off to their own little island. They can be kings of their own little world. They are just completely in their own world, and we are just like living around them. And it's just, it's just weird. It's it's off putting. Self sabotaging himself. Like, yes. Like, unless he has like some genius plan that nobody sees. I don't know what the hell he's doing sabotaging his life like this. I don't know what is wrong with him. He needs to stay the fuck off Twitter. They kicked Trump off Twitter. They need to kick Kanye I, off Twitter. I dead think they kicked him off, didn't they? Yeah, they? I, I, he's been banned before. Yeah. I know he's at least been banned. But this guy's addicted to fame. More Speaking than of banned, they're talking about permanently banning TikTok. They said there's too much negative stuff on TikTok. Uh, some lady uh, said on, I think on Yahoo, that somebody killed her son and they were on TikTok talking about it, and they were peeing on his grave. What My the God. fuck? Yeah, and she reported in, in TikTok like, "Oh shit!" But that's, and they TikTok that, helps with that the... you know they were TikToking or whatever you would call it. They were videotaping that on TikTok. And that is gross because you could upload pretty much anything right, yeah. besides nudity, probably. You know, what I mean, I they'll snatch it down for crosses line. Like yeah, that, yeah. Sure. That's one of the few things where I was on the same page with Trump. We got to get rid of TikTok. Yeah, I am yeah. not a fan of TikTok. Me, me neither. I, I mean, mean, I'm not on it, but that's not worth. it. Idiots are going to be idiots. So yeah, yeah the, but you keep getting idiots like a platform to go to, man. It just, when does it stop? Right, That's you got to nip this in the bud somewhere. They don't need all this exposure to fame mm-hmm. or what they're perceiving to be fame. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, it's only the. The vessel's only as bad as the person using it. So that's true. There's more than anything. It's just people doing little twenty second entertaining videos. I, I'm I'm not a TikToker. I don't. I'm I'm never on the on the app but it pops up on my facebook and twitter feed yeah i like seeing pretty girls change outfits dancing yeah, yeah every I, once in a while they have stuff on there like it is funny, funny. if you yeah. use it correctly yeah. it's a very powerful tool but just like any other tool if you use it incorrectly it can hurt people for sure for sure a lot of people are getting hurt by some of the shit that people are doing i'm not saying like ban tiktok for like the dumb idiots that are out there but at the very least some tools just don't need to be used by everybody right. we, we can dial back we don't need all this exposure to all this shit that should have never made it onto the site as exactly. soon as that got uploaded that yeah. should have been taken off right. but but in today's age if it gets on there for five minutes or less people can copy it and share, share it it's going to be harder than ever to get mm-hmm. rid of it that's how fast they might be able to get the original source quickly quickly but as far as them sharing it and sharing it it's going to take a time for them to grab all that like for you, sure you know so but yeah kanye's 
he's he's got he needs some help. I think he needs serious help. Somebody in his camp got to sit him down. But man, he needs some help. The stuff I've been hearing, he's not going to keep yeah. anybody in his camp that tells him that. No, no, they're, he doesn't want unless that, they're yeah. telling him how smart he is and how talented he is. Yeah. He's not going to be hanging around you. It's people at my job. We've been getting into it because they're trying to they're trying to support him. And I'm like, I understand, man. You got to support the black man. And I love Kanye, you know, 20 years ago I did, 10 years, 15 years ago. But I can't support what he's talking about. And he's, he's like I said, he's self-sabotaged. You lose, I know he's losing Adidas. They said he lost like $2 billion or something like that. Or yeah, Adidas, like that. Uh, yeah. Balenciaga, like Gap, like yeah. all that. Like he just, he just... It is not a good year for the blacks, gentlemen. No. We are not having the greatest not year possible. No. We are not legends. being the best versions of ourselves. Black excellence is starting to dwindle just a little bit. Thank God Black Panther is coming out at the right time to actually lift our spirits and show yes, some black yes, need excellence. Because Kanye, Kyrie, a bunch of other names I don't want to fucking bring up. Will Smith. Will, I was going to leave his ass alone, <laughs> man, because he, he did some cover. <laughs> disappeared off of earth. No, uh, there yeah. was definitely some coonery shit going on with him, and yeah. I- I'll talk about that later. But yeah, it's like, oh my god, I- I'm I ain't getting so sick of this shit. I need to get the fuck off the internet. But I, I digress. Back to my binge worthy, because ever since Kanye's been on his little rant, like the past, I want to say month, he's been on like a little, a little rift or going just pissed on everybody around him. I had to go back because I remember one of y'all said that y'all watched like the. The doc of uh, Kanye. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I had to look back at it. I was like, I'm trying to do like an investigative reporter type shit. Like, where did he go wrong? Because when you look at this doc, it's a great doc. Whoever shot all this footage, it was a lot of great stuff in there. And I think the one key factor, which a lot of people know about, but I don't think they're playing into how important it was that he had his mom around. Yeah. She was by far the best thing going for him in his life. She was by far the moral compass. She was his greatest cheerleader that he ever had. Seeing their their friendship, that uh that companionship they had, like the bond that they had with one another, it was very beautiful and touching to watch with him and his mom watching his documentary. And I can see how how hurt he's been ever since her death. Ever since her death, he hasn't quite been the same. You yeah. see like glimpses of him like starting to become like like his old version of himself. I don't like to say that, but just him being like, I don't know, not an asshole, not so egotistical, even though he had an ego, but she was like that anchor that kept him towards the ground when he felt like he got a little bit too damn high yeah. for his own good. Kanye, and that yeah, to be such a yeah, to be such a brilliant mind, like when it comes he to is music an and artist. Oh yeah, I don't get why he just can't. Just step the hell away from his phone from time to time. There's something about that damn device, this tool that we try to use that just it it breaks down lives, like generations of like trauma, just keeps going on and on. I don't know what's going on with him, but he really does need help. He does. I am scared to death of what can happen to Kanye if he really spirals out of control. We think he's out of control now. He just now like lost his family, like Pete Davidson was with his his wife and him and the girl like arguing about the kids at soccer games like he just having like regular old problems that we have like good god i thought he had a bad day when he like yeah. when gap said hey we ain't gonna put out this old holy shirt we want something better like kanye just he really does need help i can see he's reaching out for help and damn it we need it 
As soon as Sketcher said, get the hell out of here, I was like, man, you hit the bottom. <laughs> like, dog, you hit the bottom. It is pretty low. Sketchers don't want any Yeezys in there with their skates on the bottom. And I was like, dude. The old man's pedi- pediatric shoes. As soon as I saw that, like, like Sketchers is Jewish owned, I was like, damn, he really don't know how to use that phone. Right. Yeah. He can tweet all day, but he ain't hit Google to see who the owners are. For real? You didn't think that was weird? Your anti-Semitic rant, and all of a sudden you want to go to the Jewish people to go give you a deal on some shoes? And keep in mind, this man said slavery must have been a choice. How did black people uh, get enslaved? And black for people that long thought we were still slaves it's, when he said that. They lost. We lost our minds when he. Yeah, that yeah, was in the yeah, line. That happened that three or four happen. years. Yeah, but I yeah, was in the line very much, and he's still doing shit. Why would like, you make a comment like that? White lives matter, which they do, but he's definitely putting it in the eye of you know, I mean, of the, what's been going on and. He he, he, he knows damn well it's just gonna make a headline. Yeah, he that's the only reason he did that. Yeah. He is a. Di- it's either I've that or there's a white woman in the background with a teacup around him. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I really More don't get likely. it. He, yeah, that's what it looks like. He really is in a sunken place, and he won't stop sinking. As soon as yeah. I think he hit the bottom, he's like, "Fuck that! Hold my beer. Yeah. Hold my Balenciagas. <laughs> like, I can go lower than this shit." Yeah, he's been in the upside down or something. He's oh. weird. Yeah. If you look up "hold my beer" in the dictionary, <laughs> yeah, Kanye's smiling right back at you. Oh, he will. He will continue to top himself. We have not seen the last of this craziness. I was listening to the Breakfast Club because I listened to them on the way to work, and uh, they had an interview, and I don't know what he was talking about. And the guy is like, "Well, so what makes you great, Kanye?" And he said something, and Kanye said back, "He said, well, what makes you great? Because I got a big cock." I was like, "All right, <laughs> what? I, yeah, Wait. that's what Kanye said on the radio." That's and he said, "Your girl wants me." Because I got a big cock. He just said it just like that. And the guy's like, okay, that's enough. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, that's kind of funny. That's yeah, it it funny. made me laugh, but it had, the guy was, it was a serious conversation. Uh, and then he just took it there all of a sudden. Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so. Man, we got it. Uh, and that's tame compared to what he's been saying. I'll, I'll take that over. It, slavery must have been a choice for black folks. How you let yourselves get enslaved like that? Ain't it fucked up that the good old days of Kanye was him interrupting Taylor Swift? Yeah, that was. He was still making good music. That, that was point. a mild version of him. Remember or when he disappeared after that? And he messed with uh, when he inter- when it was him and Mike Myers was interviewing. He was like, George Bush don't like black people, and we were all like, what? You Holy know? shit! Like he told the truth. Yeah, on the, I know. Oh, yeah. Live on TV, but he was he was he was still Kanye at that point. He he's way off off the director scale now. He's crazy as fuck. Scary. He's scary. I saw. I'm scared for him because he's he is an icon. And I loved Kanye, especially right out of high school. Some of the best stuff I ever I listened to was Kanye, you know, especially in the yeah. rap world. But he's, uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid that one day we're going to look up and something bad is going to happen, you know. So I, would I hope hate for to that hear that. Not to yeah, happen. me too, because I don't want it to. But from when I hear him, I'm just like, man, I know this dude. He is completely out of his mind, you know. So hopefully, Jay Z, Talib Kweli, Common, they can all reconcile this. Like, look, yeah. just make beats for us. We'll rap. You don't don't put nothing else. Just make beats for us. He even and we'll make some good albums. Yeah, he even got into it. Your boy Kid Cudi. He, Kid Cudi said he's not even cool with him no more. That's Kid a shame. Cudi's a little out and there. And I forgot now. about that little yeah. good music label. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he actually this Kanye made me a Two Chains fan. I, I loved when uh, when he made that good music. He was that's that good music CD he made was was jamming. Yeah, him, Big Sean. Like, yeah, Big like, Sean, Tiana put Big Taylor. Sean yeah, yeah, they had like some really good music. I, mean, I love Pusha T. Oh, forgot about Pusha T. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's when, that was a good Kanye. Him serving in a producer role, not the Kanye. I'm a celebrity, one of the most popular people in the world. Kanye. I think he just need to be grounded. Need to take him back to Chicago. Let some of those people get around back to your musical roots. Yeah, yes. get back to his roots. Childhood out, friends. You know, hang out with some of those rappers. Common. You know, he needs to stay away from celebrity lifestyle. Yeah, but those guys are grounded though. I don't see True. Common as being. I'm about to say, there. remember when he was in Wyoming? It, it didn't help either. No, he's out there hanging out with Justin Bieber though. He needs to get away from that shit. He needs to get back <laughs> to Chicago. Yeah, I forgot. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What's the uh, chance to rap? Even though I'm not a fan, it's just some of the home Chicago people. You know, what I mean, yeah. Let them get around them and see if they can. He probably thinks he's better now. You know, what I mean, but maybe they can home, bring him on home and change it up for him. But I doubt it. But who knows? It's just lost. He's completely lost. And hanging out in Wyoming, what the fuck is out there? Like, I, I mean, so I, I would want to see the old West. Yeah, but I wouldn't I, buy. He got house. money to do all that and ride around on four wheelers. Well, and he had money. Yeah, <laughs> I just was saying. I wonder what his net worth is now because I know he was worth billions, but. I think mm. it was like the it was like the Balenciaga deal, the Adidas deal, and the Gap deal that really like put him on the top. Like like on paper, he can be worth that much, but I don't think he has like that much liquid. Yeah. Because it was only like a, a couple years ago he was talking about like he's broke. I was like, all right. Then all of a sudden you get a couple of deals. All of a sudden your your money just starts dialing up again. I was like, mm. something something is not adding up. Something isn't adding up. And I don't know what wasn't Kim Kardashian. What is it the Kardashians? Maybe ruining black he, lives. It do seem here. to take a dive after that. It was already kind of going that way, but he did really. I, he could be. It could be him. Uh, That's when the extra that. weird dressing, yeah. and wearing those weird contact lenses started. And he will not take off those shit kickers. Yeah. I hate those boots so much. He, he started doing the Rodman uh. shit with his hair. He dyed his hair pink and blonde and stuff. He's just. It's not right. He's not right. I mean, I mean, do what you want, but. We all knew. We all remember college dropout and stuff like that. That Kanye, where we could relate to. You know, he's yeah. not that much older than us. You know, so well that yeah. that documentary that Tommy is spotlighting. That's a great documentary. It, it's yeah. very good. It, yeah. it shows how he was kind of like the outsider. Yeah, and not a lot of people had faith. They thought always he was just going to be just the, the no name producer. Yeah. Yeah. The rapper is going to be the star, and he ended up being just as big a star as anybody else in the rap game. But he, you, he could tell he. Yeah, he was like a, he was a nerd. He was a freaking nerd. He, yeah. he had uh, one guy even got on that same documentary. I think it was Scarface. Was like, did you just really just take your retainer out? We're in a studio, blunts and and liquor in the back, and you put your retainer on this recording studio. What the hell? Yeah, Scarface was looking. I'm like, what the hell is your problem, dude? But yeah, he, he's he he does need to get grounded somehow. If he can reconcile some of his old friends, please bring. Well, you Kanye know who back. he thinks he is, right? Who Michael Jackson. What he said? I'm I'm Michael Jackson. I'm the next. Uh, he has, he did has, say that in yeah, that documentary. Yeah, yeah. He said, "Yeah, kids look up to me like they did Michael." J- That's ridiculous. Yeah. He's starting to think. Just, he just says he said it a couple of weeks ago. See, that's I'm his Mike. problem. I'm he Mike. really thinks yeah, he has yeah. that big of an influence. No, and it was, wasn't like not too long ago that he went the religious route. Yeah, he started yeah. making like you know, Christian CD, music. Yeah, G- like uh, yeah. Jesus is King, and yeah. he did the Donda album, which was a great fucking album. By the way, y'all should probably listen to that shit. It really is. I had Donda, yeah. He he still has that touch of being a great producer and a rapper. But somehow, some way, he's starting to lose his way again. I don't know what's going on with him. Like like Sean said, I am scared to death of just looking up on the internet one day and saying, Hey, Kanye like died of like an overdose or something like that. Something happened to him. I, I can actually see it. I can see the downfall that happens with him because this mm-hmm. looks like a movie that's being made right now, right. live before our eyes, and I don't want to see the ending at all. Not the ending that I think it's going to be. Kanye, please, get help. 
get some help, man. I don't know what's going on with you, but you need to get some help. Get some friends. Like, go hang out with Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Come on, album. Go make another album. Watch the throne, too. Watch your <laughs> you ass. Man, please, man. Just, <laughs> just stay in your house. Don't go nowhere else, man. Everything has gone on with you lately has been really, really, really alarming for me. Extremely. Him and a few other celebrities I feel like I, I probably need to go out and say a prayer for. I need to stop praying for me and Powerball, but I need to pray for Kanye. <laughs> Kanye needs all our prayers. He needs a he, he needs a hug, man. Y'all see Kanye, man? Get, hug hug that dude. Right. Yeah. Hug him, high five, man. Give him a fist bump, man. If COVID is still bothering you, do something to get his spirits up, man, because he's having a rough week. And damn, he is having like a really bad week, and I'm really hoping that he turns it around. So, yeah, that that Kanye doc was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Y'all should check that out and. Maybe y'all just have a different perspective on Kanye and where he is now as opposed to where he was before. So, like, yeah. And, yeah, like you said, with his mom being gone, that was another a downfall. After that, he was he was off. A yeah, bit. and I can I can understand that making you off because, like you said, when she would come around, he would just be smiling from ear to ear. You know, what I, mean? I know like, it was so beautiful to yeah, watch him yeah, on the dock. Like yeah. as soon as he got to his mom's house, like he was all depressed, and then he got in there, man, he's all happy, and yeah, yeah, smiling, and everybody sitting there drinking, man, she's treating yeah. everybody like family, like yeah, like that's that's what kept him like you know grounded, like somewhat. I can see that now. I didn't really take that into account, like how much of a factor it was to have her. In his life. So, yeah. Kanye, I'm sorry. But, yeah, I'm praying for you, man. I'm really am praying for you. All right. What do y'all have for Ben's Worthy, man? Let's, let's get back on a high vibe. <laughs> All right. Um, I got one. Let's see. Uh, this is more so something that me and Lacey have been watching, but it's actually entertaining. And it had a guy from Fort Wayne on there. It's called Drink Masters on Netflix. I've never heard that. Yeah, Drink Masters. They're just kind of like these. It's a show where these, um, they call them mixologists. Who are just bartender, oh, it's like a bartender, bartender show, show. Oh, okay. and they have to make different drinks to continue. And the winner gets a hundred thousand. There was actually a guy Damn. from Fort Wayne on the show, and he got booted out in the second round. So I kind of lost a little Damn. interest. But it's on Netflix. It's kind of entertaining because each each round they have to come up with these different drinks, and they have to impress the judges. And there was a guy from Fort Wayne, so I was like, "All right, bet we watching this. We got a Fort Wayne because it was Heck, drink. Yeah. These these are the best fifteen uh, bartenders in the world, and we got one of them." You know what I mean? Or, awesome. or consider. Damn, where he work at? I don't know. They didn't say where he worked at. They didn't Damn, say, they could give a plug. I know, man. But this guy's Manhattan. I, or maybe I missed it, but his name was Raj, and this dude was like the fifth best bartender in the world. Good but Lord. he loafed on one of the drinks, and he made it too sour or something, and they booted him out. It was just that little stuff like that that they were kicking him off. So it's called Drink Masters, and for people from Fort Wayne to listen. Yeah, I'm about to say, if you ever watched Bar Rescue, yeah. you could fucking drink up. Yeah, yeah. Really bad. Basically, now these these dudes are just, this is not your average bartender. They're making shit that I never, I didn't think you could drink. You know what I mean? It, this is, that's what they call them mixologists because they take it a step further than to just give me a, you know, Amarillo Sour or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, they take it a step further. So it's called Drink, uh, drink Masters, and that's on Netflix. And also, that killing it show, I've been it's been killing it for me. But if I keep watching it, it's just funnier and funnier. And that's on Peacock. Oh, is that the one with uh, Craig uh, Rob, Craig, Craig Robson. Robson. I've been continuing on with that. It's just got even funnier, and it's a good show. That's a really funny show. You guys got to watch. I know Which y'all. Which streaming service is that Peacock. On? Peacock. Okay. Yeah. So, I got. I got. I definitely want to see. Yeah. That. So those are the only two. Uh, you know, binge oh, words. Shit. I matter of fact, let me do this. Do it now because yeah. I'm going to forget about it later. Craig Robinson is that. freaking hilarious, and the, <laughs> the situations they find themselves in is just hilarious to me. And he, his faces he make is funny as hell. You know, what he's I mean? really but funny in Brooklyn is, Nine Nine. Oh, really? I never seen that. He has like he has like cameos every once in a while. He'll show up as like a, this recurring character or whatever. But 
him and Brooklyn Nine Nine, he is fucking hysterical. <laughs> he be having me crack ribs watching that. So if he's yeah. he's doing good on this show, I'm definitely gonna pay oh, he's he's, he's pizza, pizza Hut commercials. Yeah. yeah, he was in that. Uh, this is the end with uh, you know Seth <laughs> Rogen. And him, the, oh, funny as hell. And it's just him being him. His name is even Craig in the show. Uh, or is it Craig Robinson? Yeah, Craig Robinson. Uh-huh. His name is Craig in the show. And like I said, this is the situation that he's in. He's trying to kill snakes. That's hilarious all in itself. Him trying to kill snakes in the woods is funny as hell. So give that one a try. That's on Peacock. It's called Killing It. And then Drink Masters is on Netflix. Give those two a try. So all right. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. I got a quick Netflix show real quick. All right. There it is in my list right now. Looked it up. Nice. Uh, certain name. Filmmaker. When I hear his name, I'm going to give it a chance. And uh, Netflix has a horror anthology series that they have right now. Just premiered last week. It's called Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet yeah, of Curiosity. My buddy Clint just told me about the guy that came here with us. He was like, "You oh, gotta really? watch those. It's like an hour long episodes, and they're great. They're great." So, oh yeah, yeah. it's uh, first season is eight episodes long. I've made it halfway through. So far, I still think the first episode out of the first four is my favorite, and that's uh, the one that. Uh, coincidentally, Guillermo del Toro directed himself, but each of these eight hour-long series or have a different filmmaker and it's just one standalone horror story and this is kind of like a modern day tales of the crypt we really haven't had a good horror anthology tv series recently and it's good that they actually have a good one coming out um the first episode is called lot 30 36 and this is a story about a guy who uh goes and buys a lot on a um they have those little bidding wars where you can go and bid on on a uh, storage facility. Oh, yeah. It basically is like a mystery box or whatever. Yes. Like you can bid on it, and then you open it up, and you see what you get, something like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he uh, bids on one, and come to find out there is a uh, spell book inside with a conjuring table. And the guy he goes to have it appraised by says, if you can find the fourth book of this series, I'll give you $300,000. So the guy pretty much says, okay, we're taking my car. We're going to look for that fourth book now. And, of course, things go terribly wrong. And it's it's wor- well worth a watch. I couldn't put uh, the a name on the lead actor of that, so I had to look it up. His name is Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, he's, he's one of the three uh, people in Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. That's probably the... It's not George Clooney, not the Jesus, but the third guy. No brother out there. That's Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, he he really knocks that episode out the park. He is definitely a, a Trump-like bigot who wants to b- blame all the other races but the white man for the problems in the United States. And he's a war vet. And it's it's really, really good, intriguing stuff. It, this, uh, I can't recommend this series enough. The first four episodes are all solid. Uh, that first episode, I guarantee you guys will be hooked. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. That first episode is going to rock your world. I guarantee you guys are going to want to finish that I'm series. I'm going to have to watch that because that's two people in two days that's recommended that. I really enjoyed yeah, the heck so. out of that. And, yeah, I tried to find some scary stuff to watch for the Halloween weekend. That was the best one I've watched. We'll talk about some current releases here shortly. But scary, entertainment-wise, for any content that's come out recently, that's the best I've seen. I'm going to have some negative things to say about two recent horror releases, but 
give that show a chance. I think you guys will like it. Okay. I'm definitely going to check that out. Appreciate mm-hmm. the heads up. All right. Now, we're ready to get to our review of Black Adam. Let's do it. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll start with love. <laughs> I'll start with love. Always a good thing. Just, just in case one of y'all come back in, like, like kick my back in on this. Now, I lowered my expectations for once. I went in there just thinking, like, all right, let's just watch a movie. The Rock happens to be in it. Let's just see where it goes. Overall, I I was very entertained. I thought it was a very entertaining movie. I think it had a lot of good action. Um, I'm still a little bit sketchy on exactly where he fits in on the totem pole as far as like DC superheroes because isn't he supposed to be like an anti-Shazam, so to speak? I thought he was the original Shazam champ, wasn't he? That's what I kept thinking because yeah. they said like the year that they put that... him in, he was like before, like like 5,000 years before Christ and all this yeah. shit. I was like, holy shit, like, he's old as fuck. So technically he was like, what, the first champion or something like that? Was was that what he's supposed to be? Uh, f- Did y'all get just that? basing off this movie and the Shazam movie, yeah, he was there before Shazam, yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. So there was one thing that was just a little bit weird. I was like, all right, man, like I'm not sure exactly where he fits in with this, like this whole universe, whatever. But you know, it wasn't the biggest deal. But I was like, okay, I'll I'll just keep going with it. Like overall, I think you know, The Rock did a really good job. I think he did the best that he could. He felt a bit stoic. To me, just a little bit. I didn't like how he adjusted to the times being so damn different from when he was <laughs> like buried, and all of a yeah. sudden he's starting to look at a TV and he's like, "It's nothing." To him, I was like, I, I would have like a fucking freak out if I just I woke up and all of a sudden, man, there's TVs, there's flying shit all oh, yeah. in the sky, man. It was like, yeah, I got running water. I'm like, come on, like some some of this stuff just feels like a little bit too. It should have been more of a shock mm-hmm. to him to see all that. Good but, point, but you know. He should have been like Encino Man when he woke up and he's yeah, looking at everything, and breaking serious. it. You know he's how they looking treat around. You, Brendan Fraser, yeah. A helicopter yeah, didn't bother yeah. him at all. No, it was like, no. like, <laughs> like, like, hold on, dog. You've yeah. been buried for a while. You ain't yeah. seen one of these. Like for real, you don't even know what a cell phone is. It was, it was just they could have done that kind of fish out of water kind of thing just a little bit better because I felt like they they rushed a whole process of him being in shock, of being you know introduced to this whole new century that he has not even seen. He missed like a shitload of time. And all of a sudden he woke up and bam, he just, he knows what everything is. And it was very weird. It was very weird. For sure. Yeah. He's 7,000 years behind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. So I I did like the storyline about him technically not being the champion. His son was the champion and everybody kept thinking like it was him. He was like, no, it wasn't me. Like my son gave me his powers in order to save me. And then he died. So therefore I have all these powers. I wasn't chosen. So that makes a little bit more sense why he's a more darker version of Shazam. He wasn't like that, you know, that, that pure soul that they kept looking for as far as like finding a kid that can be their champion. They'll do right by people and be a hero, so to speak. So that makes a little bit more sense. I'm not yeah. too familiar with his comic origin, mm-hmm. but that part of the story I did like. That actually made the, make the story make a little bit more sense. Now, the, the characters in the movie, I thought Dr. Fate was by far my favorite character of the whole movie. Pierce Brosnan, bravo to you, sir. You he did, makes every movie better. He makes everything better. I ain't going to say Mamma Mia, but, you know, he, he does. <laughs> he he sat through that? Uh, you know <laughs> what, man? <laughs> You will do some things to get some ass. <laughs> no, no lie there. I sat through all the Twilight movies, for God's sake, man. Well, I am willing to go through some great lengths 
in order to get some, go around to 20 toes, if you know what I mean. But Pierce Brosman, he did a great job, Dr. Fate. I hope he's not a one-off character. I hope they bring him back later on in the in this DC universe, if they are going to continue this universe. I like where they're going with this. I, I thought for, I thought they were going to make him be the villain by the end. Just I thought he was. I know it felt like too a little bit too obvious, kind of like how they did with the the Suicide Squad. Is always like the mm-hmm. witch or somebody who has magical powers end up being like the the bad guy because they did it with a fucking Scarlet Witch. It's yeah. like why they always got to go with the you know the <laughs> Hocus Pocus character to be like the bad guy. But eh. yeah, I'm glad they didn't go that route because he was very likable in this. He was very likable. He was a very good character. Cyclone and uh, Adam Smasher, I feel like they could have done a little bit more character development with them. I feel like they were undersold just a little bit. Like, I don't know shit about Adam Smasher other than he's like a legacy. Because, you know, y'all saw um, Fonzie. Uh, damn, why can't I ever remember his damn name? I know the Fonz. Uh, what, what is that? Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler is apparently like the original Adam Smasher. And then like his... Uh, they say that's his nephew or something. Oh, like so that. Yeah. when did he when did he play Adam Smasher? When did Henry Winkler play Adam Smasher? I don't know. They just they just casually threw him in there. That like, oh, he took was me like, off guard when I saw the fonts pop up on that guy's phone. It, it was the dude from the Water Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was a uh, very weird, random like cameo. But I was like, all right, he was original. He's the original Adam Smasher, so he's basically like it can be passed on through the genes. So okay, all right, fine. I'll, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Adam Smasher. They could have done a little a little bit more with him. Cyclone. I felt like they could have done a lot more with her, but she felt like she was very out of place to me. Yeah. Like she didn't really fit in. Like she, so basically she, she creates tornadoes. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah. And now I, I watched a couple of reviews online, uh, before I saw the movie and apparently, um, Dr. Fate Pierce Bronson's character, he was created way back in the 1940s. You saw, he had a lot of similarities with Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. But apparently he was created. That character was created before Doctor Strange, so I'm not sure because there was a lot of similarities between the Tornado Girl and Storm. So yeah. my lack of history of the, of knowledge of history of that character, I'm not sure which one was created first. But yes, uh, both of them were underutilized for very likable. And uh, if there was a positive, I will say the humor worked for me more so than I thought I would because I, I thought they did a bad job marketing this movie. They made it look like every startup superhero movie they try to introduce a new character didn't look original at all and i found myself enjoying it more so than um than i thought i would but, but the humor was a strong point for me i will say that i thought it was Autumn it has like, had funny. a lot of funny parts in it for like, sure uh, hawkman he he did a really good job I love the costume design on Hawkman. The wings, the helmet, all that stuff. When he first flew, that suit introduction looked pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. It was. It was. It could easily come off as a cheesy character, but he he did a real good job. And his wardrobe was fucking fire. Y'all see, like, the jackets and shit they had on, man? He was really, like, leaning into that whole African heritage shit going on. I was like, damn, man, if I don't find this shit on Amazon tomorrow, (laughs) man, this shit is fucking fire. That jacket was fucking dope as hell. <laughs> he made that haircut work, too. That could have came off his bad 80s there. But, damn, I might have to shave this afro and get some lines in my hair. No, like, the, that off. The, the the black representation in this movie was tremendous. I love that. I absolutely love that. It was, a, it was a great look. They didn't overplay it. They didn't force it down our throat. It wasn't sledgehammer. It was, like, perfectly melded into the story. It worked perfectly. Overall, I have to say... The ending felt a little bit anticlimactic, a little bit for me, but it was still 
overall a pretty good movie, and I did like the cameo of Superman. I would love to have seen Shazam, personally, but Superman, I can see why The Rock like used a lot of his leverage in order to get Superman in there, because he's trying his best to keep Superman in this universe and make another Man of Steel movie and possibly have him and you know Black Adam go head-to-head. I'm not sure if I want to go that route because we all seen what happened when he fought Batman. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the greatest at all. Like we could have done a lot better, but this, it, it was still a pretty good movie. I'll say three, like 3.6 out of five, 3.6 out of five okay. for me for as a scale. Nice. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I watched it a couple of times. The second time it was still pretty good. I was still really like into the story. I, I see how they're trying to connect the universe a little bit. Amanda Waller like had a little cameo in there. The one girl from the Peacemaker show was in there later on in that little prison. Yeah, they have the, had her pop up in there, Superman popping up. It, overall, it's pretty good. I like where they're going with this, but they got to push the envelope a little bit, uh, a little bit more. I felt like it was going to do Black Adam like this. Part of me felt like they could have went like maybe rated R because he's supposed to be like a really dark character. And I feel like the killing and all that stuff was still pretty good. But I was like, I really need to see some blood splatter. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just so damn sick with it when they start getting into these dark characters. And they start killing people. It's like, man, just go all out with it. It just went a little ahead. darker than expected. Man, I, I thought because it looked as PG-13 as a PG-13 movie could be based on those previews. I didn't expect to see hardly any on-screen violence. Yeah, I feel like they pushed the limits the same way they did with the Suicide Squad. Well, the first Suicide Squad movie with Will Smith. Like, they tried to go to the edge of, like, being, like, a like a really edgy movie, but it was just like, eh, this feels a little bit too corny for me. Oh, just yeah. Just a little bit. I mean, if all else fails, have some CGI creatures running at your characters where you can just have bloodless gunshots where you just see dust flying up. They did it with that first Will Smith Suicide Squad. Then they uh, had these little demons slash zombies running at the population of this fictional Egyptian town or country. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was that whole the last act was disappointing. Yes, that was very. It felt like I was Mummy Four. No, if it Mummy Four, man, I felt like I was watching Goosebumps. (laughs) It's like what is this tomfoolery right now, man? Like they fought for like two minutes and they went away. It's like all right, that was terrible. Oh, oh that, that, yeah. Uh, that, that's that's cool. Everybody throw up the rock and we all fight together. I get it. All right, fine. Whatever. <laughs> that kid was not needed. I, that kid was getting on my nerves. I'm not going to lie. I, I try not to The be kid tough. wasn't bothering me too much. But, <sighs> yeah, overall, I can see why he was, he was. He was shoved down our throat to appeal to a younger audience. But and I'll, yeah, I'll, if there is a positive, it's good to see Arab positive characters in movies because I – Yes, I sat there and watched that American Sniper movie with um, Bradley Cooper, and they didn't have not one positive Arab character in there. I mean, I, I, I've never seen such pro flag waving crap. Even the family that was letting them eat dinner there ended up setting them up at the end. I couldn't believe that crap. Okay, good but, point. Uh, good point. That that was a positive for me. They had some good positive Arab characters. That's important for American audiences to see. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. All right, now I'm going to turn it over to one of you fellas. Like, y'all can tell me how y'all feel about this. Ooh, damn, Michelle, yo. Ooh, wait. I'm sorry, I got side. Oh, I see on the left. Oh, yeah, Kerry Washington, too? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Take School. a bathroom break, School guys. Good and evil. Charlize Theron. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, that show is Netflix got some damn money. I just uh, I just saw it yesterday, matter of fact. I didn't have nothing to do that well. I saw Black Adam. Nice. Uh, people, it was about 25 people in the theater, shockingly, on a Tuesday night. Or, yeah, Tuesday, yeah. And, uh... 
I thought I was going to not like it at all, and I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I like The Rock in this. This I was expecting like a charismatic stuff a little bit, and he wasn't that at all. He was serious business in this. I liked, yeah. I now, liked you, him in do this. Do you actually see this as his, uh, could, what you say, like his landmark character? It could be. It could be on. He, they could be on to something for The Rock here because I really enjoyed him. Now, I don't know the lineage of the Black Adam character because I'm not in the DC at all. I'm really not in the comic books as much as maybe my peers are on some things. But well, he's always been a B or C level character, Black yeah, Adam. Yeah, no, I've never even heard of Black Adam to this year, you know, so I can't really... Uh, I've heard really about him for a while. I Ever since, like, yeah. the whole, like, um, the whole DC Marvel thing where, like, the original Captain Marvel was the Shazam, that, oh, as, as okay. we see it now in DC, yeah. like, that was the Captain Marvel then. Then, of course, they did the name change, and all of a sudden, we got Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. Gotcha. And they got to keep Shazam, which is like uh, Zachary Levi for the which DC. I saw a preview for that. They got the new Shazam coming out next year. That looks, that looks pretty dope. Good. That yeah. looks pretty dope. first one was that, good. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one. I didn't know anything about it. I always thought that was supposed to be super goofy in, in my mind. Well, you yeah, because they're mean? really playing into, the, like, the, it's a kid. kid. Yeah, so I thought that I didn't take it serious. Now, the bad guy in there was pretty good in the Shazam. And but you know onto this movie, um, I did, I just don't know the lineage of Black Adam, so I I thought The Rock did a pretty good job. I actually liked the little boy in there. I thought he was funny. I thought he was yeah, funny. He wasn't Not, like the annoying no like, he didn't, character. He that didn't was, bother me you know, at all. Now he did get in the way a couple times. Of course, The Rock had to come save him a little Black Adam or whatever. I enjoyed the movie for the for, for oh, I just didn't understand the characters. I didn't know any of these characters, mm-hmm. so I saw them kind of like how X Men they showing up to this big house and. You know, they, he's got a plane underneath the ground, kind of like X Men got in the ground. It did look like X Men. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like they should have gave us more backstory on uh, Hawkman. Hawk I was Man, like, damn, yeah. like, who the hell is this dude? He felt like a like he was being a hall monitor to me. Like he was just, oh man, you can't do this. I, Black he Adam. was absolutely. He was. Can't, no, His moral yeah, compass yeah, was yeah. too damn good. You can't do this. But he was yeah. so damn likable though. I, I like what he has his weaponry with the ball that spin and the thing. I like that. I know they're yeah. supposed to be like. Um, Damn, I just saw a video on this like the other day, but apparently like that metal or that whatever that armor is is like ingrained into him, so he can basically transform it into anything. He can turn anything into a weapon. That's wow, that's sweet. dope. So we can have like an axe or that little like a that little hammer thing but, that he had. And he can turn his helmet on and off like with all that stuff. Like yeah, that's dope. they really undersold how fucking dope of a character is he, he is. supposed to be the Alter Falcon kind of character, or is he he's a little like, more like basically he's kind of like a he's he's really old. Okay. They, they say he's really old because he's like a, he's kind of like a Thor character of anything. If you had to connect him to somebody, because he can live for like like hundreds of thousands of years, really? or something like that. Because he's like supposed to be like some kind of ancient like a warrior god or something like okay, that. Okay, so that's uh, I'm thinking like even he's got these wings and stuff. How is he's taking the punishment from Black Adam? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know so I mean? basically, I, he is like a like a, a god, okay. like uh, so to speak, like a warrior. Because he was talking crazy to Black Adam a lot, and I'm thinking like Black. This he is had a, no problem going hand to hand with him. Yeah, he was yeah, because he's taking those half. punches. Yeah, he's going yeah. through buildings and stuff yeah, like. So. Yeah, they really didn't. They really didn't play up how like how. Oh, okay. powerful okay. he really is because yeah. that's why he's able to fight Black Adam and really take a lot of punishment. That would have helped the movie out a lot. Yeah, of we need some. That. We need a little more back lines, uh, back stories on some of these guys because that didn't could know be it. our fault because we don't follow DC, DC. as much as we follow yeah. Marvel. But because, they fumbled the ball so much that we can't. You know, what I mean, like, and I and I went in expecting this to be a fumble, and I, it was actually really good. Um, and we and on that note, because I yeah. had to think about this. Because y'all do make a good point. They could have gave more backstory. But what did I always knock about some movies with DC? They try too hard to give too much backstory because they don't expect the fans to know them. Yeah. So they yeah. just said, all right, we're going to listen to them. 
Don't give too much backstory. They can do their own fucking research online to figure out who the hell Hawkman, okay. Dr. Fate is. And it was like, we're just going to make the movie. We're going to make it flow a little bit better instead of having like those weird little flashbacks like they did in Suicide Squad of like, you know, Will right. Smith killing people, Harley I, Quinn and I, Joker. I, like some of it is unnecessary. And, I I and to a certain extent, I, I can appreciate that, but it would have a little bit of backstory because you need something. I need you something. Need, yeah, you need I to need understand something. why he was able to. Stand, stand up to a fight with Black Adam. He's he's damn near as strong as Superman. Right, that's what yeah. I was so that thinking. Would've, like, that would have helped for this. Yeah. But on the other side of things, uh, DC has um, they have artistically have done a terrible job. Uh, Batman versus Superman, for example, most audience members, the casual moviegoers, don't know who Doomsday is. Don't know who Apocalypse. That's fair. They're I not going to know. Yeah, so confused. don't throw yeah. all that. At us at, yeah, at once. Sure. They threw it at us in a trailer. For now, 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 dead I do series. say they look like how they. I looked them up on on Google, and those characters they look like they made them look like how they are in the DCU EU. Mm-hmm. I would say that's that's a nod because X Men they they started to have them dress all the same with the all black on, and then right. keep them to looking how they looked in the comics and the cartoons. You know, so I will give them a nod for that. But I just didn't know much about these characters. I'm sitting here like, how this Hawk dude taking an ass woman from the Rock? And this dude's supposed to be the baddest thing on earth. Yeah, you know what I mean? a like, simple uh, line of dialogue yeah, would have helped yeah, that. Yeah, so the Rock could even said, "Hey, how are you surviving this?" Right, like, right. I'm five thousand years old myself. So the Hawk dude was dope, but he was getting on my nerves because he kept interfering. He's like, "Oh, don't you kill them, God!" The Rock like, "I kill everybody." You know what I mean? Like I'm killing everybody. This is how I do it. This I'm not from these times, and it do make sense that he came from 2500 BCE or whatever. Now he's speaking English. To everybody here, yeah. and then this the is whole about, country was speaking. The whole English. country speaking English and throwing up the rock sign, like you said, Tommy. Throwing was, up the diamonds and stuff. <laughs> diamonds are forever. With Kanye was in there, but um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it was it was much better than I thought it was going to be. There was a little stuff I didn't like. I didn't know much about the characters, but I loved the rock. I liked the lady who uh, awakened him, and I liked the twist that they made him not be the savior. They made him be like he was more like in a prison than he was in a tomb. I like that. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Because the rock... Now, I didn't like the one part where they put him under the water. Didn't, why they put him under there just to bring him back? Just to try to bring him right back, right? They put him in like a prison? That part was really... It yeah, was just build think, up suspense to that final fight. I think that was basically fight. Dr. Fate because they put him away and they thought everything was good, but Before they didn't realize that, that that one dude had uh, Sabak or whatever. Sabak, yeah. But we, like he came back. He's like, we can't defeat him. We like, we, we need Black it. Adam now. Unless you've never seen a movie before. Maybe you're three years old. This is your first movie. Mm-hmm. Anybody else who's seen more than ten movies, you knew damn well the Rock was going to come oh, up yeah. out that water. Before I knew he would. Over. I knew because that, that whole be, stuff was pointless. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't understand why they put him there in the first place. And I knew they were going to fight each other first before they teamed up against this dude. Of course, that happens in a lot of comic book movies and stuff. So I've seen a lot of stuff coming. Um, I will say I didn't like the villain. He didn't. The villain was CGI, like the Suicide Squad dude to me. You know, what I mean, like um, the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I, that, it wasn't that bad for me because that, that's pretty bad. That was pretty bad. I don't. The DC besides the Joker, they lack on villains to me. I can't think of somebody that's like, oh man, that's a great villain. Besides, Lex Luthor's a great villain. We haven't got a good modern yeah, day. Yeah, but Lex- they haven't. They portrayed it on film for me. Like, f- I feel like they've been fumbling well, with the Scarecrow villains. Scarecrow in the first Batman was good. Yeah, I, I thought like Bane was. I thought Bane was awesome. Bane is very, and, and I I'll, Bane I'll, is a badass. I always say it. Two Face does not get enough credit. Oh, uh, at uh, all, at all. He, he did an amazing, the best Two Face ever. Unfortunately, sure. he was just in the same movie as one of the greatest villains of all time, Heath Ledger. Right. And I, I think if Heath Ledger wouldn't have died, 
they would have brought both of them back for yeah. the sequel. And I think I'm basing it on like the recent villains that I saw, like the wolf dude from the Justice League and stuff. You know, what I mean, yeah, that wolf DC guy. And, yeah, because Stephen Wolf, he wasn't even that great of a villain. No, he wasn't. Justice League. They he made was, him look better. Should, he should have been they, a main villain for any movie. Now, that he, was ridiculous. Now, granted, the, and him in the 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 Snyder cut, they made, made they made him, him look a lot better, yeah. more menacing. They really, did a, okay. they did it a lot better. But he's but, always been the, a sidekick. To Dark Side, he's he should have never been the main villain. Well, the the storyline that they gave him in the movie it makes a lot more sense as to why he's doing that. Gotcha. I think they kind of did it in the first Justice League, but it was so fucking corny. It was just like, oh, he's doing this for Dark Side, but he's like, yeah. they gave a little bit more reason as to why. Gotcha, because you know, because he was banished or something like that. Uh, he's trying to prove his loyalty to to Dark Side. To Dark Side yeah. by hey, I'm going to reclaim like this little this. Um, it's kind of like a chunk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like he basically being a bitch. Like hey, like can you let me back into the group? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I want to prove my worth. I thought The Rock did a good Loki. job. I thought The Rock did a good job. I liked him that he's he's menacing and he's punishing these bad guys. I like that. That's what I want to see. Not to see I want to see people get punished and killed, but I kind of want to see people get punished and killed in these movies. It's you know? good to have a, a yeah, good contrast yeah, yeah. between like, the two. I, I, liked, I liked seeing that. I thought I was shocked that I liked The Rock as Black Adam. I, besides the ending, I, I knocked it for the ending as far as the bad guy and this didn't do it for me. And I wasn't scared of him. I knew The Rock was going to come back, uh, Black Adam, or whatever you want to call him. Um, I knew he was going to come <laughs> back and stuff. I knew that was what he was going to do. Um, I just knocked it for that. But for that movie, Black Adam as a whole, I gave it three and a half brownie points for yeah, me. I was right. shocked. This the, okay. the ending and them not giving me enough on the characters. You know, I yeah. mean, like I just didn't like this all was that. like the one DC yeah. move where I really wanted some character background yeah. story, just a little bit more because I they introduced Cyclone. I was like, okay, so basically you're wind manipulation. Okay, you Storm, we got you. And the uh, Adam, Adam Smasher, you just basically like another form. of He was Ant-Man. useless. He didn't do anything to me. You, the Adam Smasher, he held up a brick. He just looked cool for yeah, a couple he, minutes. He was big and huge, and he just uh, 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 a big ass piece of rock fell, and he caught it. I oh, did. Yeah, I did yeah. find myself laughing out loud when he got punched by Black Adam and just collapsed. That was. I, I really got a kick out of that. Yeah. No, that was, was a, another funny part where uh, he was like uh, chasing after those people on those little like uh, space bikes or whatever. Then he raised up his hand, and all of a sudden he knocked Hawkman out the sky. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's like, "All right, me and you, <laughs> me and you." Yeah. Yeah. The humor worked. And just looking at the previews, I was like, "Oh, here's another fat nerdy guy as comic relief." They try to shoehorn in these movies. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that guy. Oh yeah, he <laughs> was funny. Yeah. I actually enjoyed yeah. that guy driving the van. Yeah, yeah. The, guy, the girl's brother. Yeah, yeah, he I'm was glad funny. They he didn't got put, shot. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't put too many characters into this movie because they would have had like the Justice Society of America, which I don't know damn near anything about. Very like, few do, I'm sure. Like just four characters. Like keep it like small and simple. Doctor Fate. To you know, be honest, Hawkman, I, I don't yeah. trust Amanda Waller. I, I, I'm You're not is, supposed to. She she's good damn or bad. She's is she good or she's bad? a bad guy. Okay, she is. Uh, she, and they never self-serving. Yeah. She uses people in the form of government you know. for self-serving needs. Well, she's you always can't trust got her. the keys to everything. You know, what I mean, she's always the ringleader. And at some point, you know, how is she able to do control? Even yeah, she's like linked to too many other like, yeah. groups or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, she's always behind everything. You know, and they never yeah. really explain because y'all. I'm guessing y'all saw Peacemaker. Yeah, I saw Peacemaker. Yeah. The, you saw how well, how that ended with Peacemaker, like her daughter basically outed her, like, "Oh, like my my mom's been doing this shit or whatever. She's experimenting, mm-hmm. yada yada yada." She's like, "All right, so nothing happened to her. Like, you don't show us exactly where that happened in the timeline. That's like before she's, that. Or after she's that? got the greenest Steph Curry green light there is. Like nobody, she's like the highest of the highest. It seemed like nobody's above her. No, she's as, part of that shadow government. That's okay. not necessarily official. They, she's like a." Called head of Blackwater, 
like black their contractors just go there in Iraq and just blow up any car that went over the speed limit. But yeah, they, they, really, have, they have immunity. She really does. You know how Batman they say has a plan to kill everybody in the Justice League in case they get out of hand. I feel like she has dirt on everybody in the government. Yeah, yeah. And nobody can talk down to her ever. She's right. just like, hey, I'm going to keep my position. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Y'all leave me the fuck alone. I'm just going to keep trying to kill people. Yeah. I get it. I get it. It makes her a little bit more dynamic as a character because she's so versatile on doing damn near anything that she wants. So I kind of get it. Yeah. I kinda it, it's kind of it. depressing because uh, she does a great job. What's her actress name? Uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis knocks that role out the park. She's almost made to play Amanda Waller. I really wish. DC would have got their act together, knocked Suicide Squad out the park, not fumbled the whole Henry Cavill, yeah. Ben Affleck and, situation. Right. I wish yeah. all this was coalescing in the way that Marvel has. Yeah. We, we, we're still living in comic book movie heaven. I mean, good Lord, it's a good time to be alive as a comic book movie fan. They, yeah. There's more good than bad out there. And I, and I just want to say officially, I expected to give this movie a one or a two mm-hmm. based on the previous. I'm about with you. I'll give it a probably a, a solid three out of five. I, I, I yeah, enjoyed that's it I, I was, more than I thought I would. I was shocked. I, I, I was entertained. I was sitting there like, yeah, I like this, you know. And I, and I love The Rock himself. He's I would love The Rock, and I was expecting him to drop the ball on this. I was like, oh, shit. The Rock is this big time. He's been trying super, to get this movie made yeah, for a decade. So, yeah. I, and, I, I wish that some of the musical choices – I didn't like. I didn't need to hear Kanye's uh, oh, too power, much power. Yeah, yeah. They love to put. They put that in Power Rangers. You know, what I mean, like, <laughs> like, come on, man, so put this yeah, song. In I, I didn't need to hear any pop. It's pop a great song. It, it is. Works, but it works. If you're trying to, yeah, it definitely trying it to kind establish of t- power. Part, yeah, yeah so. there were some good action scenes. I didn't need to hear the Rolling Stones playing. It, yeah, uh, you know, it was when he first came out of that tunnel or that little cave he was in. He was beating the shit out of those soldiers. I was yeah. loving it. Yeah, that was dope. But it was a lot of stuff I've seen before, as far as a slow motion. Let me tip the blade this way and put this grenade in his hand. And I've seen yeah. that before with like uh Quicksilver does that when he gets super fast and, you know I mean? So I've seen that before, but I, I gave it a great, great. I enjoyed yeah, it. I was yeah. never bored watching. Me neither. I wasn't that. bored. Except I just didn't like the ending with the CGI bad guy again. You know, let's, let's get a menacing, a bad guy who has some meaning DC, you know, besides a Joker. Only one I can think of. I know there's many more, but, from I keep thinking back to like the Justice League and Batman versus um, Superman, you know all these these villains haven't done it for me. So well, if we didn't have the Cave Troll Apocalypse, that would have been an awesome <laughs> villain. I yeah. still can't believe they threw that mess in Batman for Superman. Yeah, so. Now that's, that's going to be the cap on Black Adam. Yeah. Now, okay. just because I watched this movie this past week, because I got a little bit bored, and I need something to watch with our week off. <sighs> Did y'all see the? Uh, the Netflix movie, uh, The Man from Toronto, with uh, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Y'all liked it? I liked it. I didn't hate it. Like, I had that sped-up action crap for the action scenes where you can tell they're making all the actors move faster than what they actually are. One of my biggest gripes with that Jamie Foxx vampire movie. But it was. I love Woody Harrelson was extremely entertaining in this. I, yeah, it was another three out of five movie for me. It wasn't great. Now, the way that you felt about... Day shift is the exact way I feel about Man from Toronto. I hated it. <laughs> I hated this goddamn movie. No, I'm not. I got halfway through it watching it with my wife, and she started nodding off, and I was looking at my phone, like laying in bed. I was like, "This movie is fucking trash. Like, how can anybody like this? I can see why Ryan was shitting on Day Shift. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> this is like pollution to my eyes right man. now, man. Like, 
like so, like I I don't like to say this because I because I recently saw that other Kevin Hart uh, movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Me Time. Me Time, yeah. How was that? What do you think of that? Uh, I like that too. Uh, so Kevin Hart is not having a good run with these. Kevin I, Kevin I, Hart to me his his comedic his comedy movies now are about as bland as his stand up. I feel like it's just him. It's just him being a little. He's yeah. just he's he's being the same fucking character in every mm-hmm. movie. The same way we felt about Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. being the same person, like he's being Daredevil in every fucking movie, or The Rock is being The Rock in every movie. The difference is what they're doing still works for them. But Kevin Hart, it just looks fucking stupid and goofy. He looks like a fucking coon out there to me. <laughs> well, I don't fucking like it. It's starting to piss me off. I'm like, can you do something else? Because what he did in Fatherhood was a great turn. It was. I love what he was doing. He was doing like some more serious dramatic stuff and it still had a little bit of humor in it. But him just being funny in these movies is being dumb as fuck. It's like, oh my God, I can't fucking well, stand this you know this that's shit. for the... White America, you know, I mean, that's, that's what, what I'm they saying. He's making see. bland yeah. ass potato yeah. salad with raisins yeah. in it. I don't yeah. like this shit. Yeah, I, I didn't have high expectations for the mayor of Toronto, so that I, I did, did because I, did. I love Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson is a great he, he's actor. A he's a great comedic actor, too. A great, com- yeah. underrated comedic actor. But I feel like they wasted him in that movie using Kevin Hart trying to be the funny one. Like, no, Woody Harrelson should have been the more funny one. Kevin Hart, just take a backseat. Woody Harrelson's on the screen, bitch. Understand who you're working <laughs> I with. I think he's just pigeonholed. I don't think he can do... I mean, he did do he that. He can do it every once. He yeah. can, but he's he's a comedian. I mean, it's hard for... I can't see him being super, super serious all the time, you know? I so, think he should take the yeah. same turn that Robin Williams did in his career. Take on more serious roles. And if they work for you, they work. And you can throw your little bit of comedy in there, but still be serious. Because Fatherhood, I thought, was the path that he was trying to go down. And then he tried to do that fucking, uh, fucking, uh, that bullshit. What the fuck this shit is with Wesley Snipes? Um, I, I, I never I, made I, it through that show. True story? Yeah. What he turned into fucking John Wick on the last goddamn episode. It's like, <laughs> bitch, you ain't done a goddamn thing of action all fucking series. Now all of a sudden, you can't miss. I hate that shit. They give somebody a gun, they ain't never use a gun. All of a sudden, they turn into fucking dead shot. Like, how does this work? Seriously? That will take me out of a movie, yes. Absolutely. No, it was just like, all right, I see when he's trying to be serious. I see... Where he does with that, it works for him. Just keep doing that. Your comedy fucking sucks, Kevin. I'm sorry, man. Your comedy sucks. I ain't like to stand up with you since fucking, I don't know, like laughing my pain. Like your stand up ain't been hitting for me either. You might be you might be out of your death right now, man. You might need to go on to something else. I am not on that level of hate. I do think some of his stand ups are slightly overrated, but I, I he I, I've grown. I've called myself a Kevin Hart fan. I. Definitely respect his hustle more than anything. But I would never put him in the Hall of Fame for comedic actors. I think he's not as real as you want him to be. I feel like you see Dave Chappelle and comedians like that, and then you see Kevin Hart is a huge difference. You know, he's more mainstream. He's more superstar uh, celebrity-like, and he has to portray that role. You know, I mean, that's what it was making $100 million a year or whatever he made. You know, I mean, so it works for him. But I can see that, though. It feels like he's traveling down that same path that Chris Tucker was going down. Like he's pigeonholed in one area and they won't let him move out of it. Yeah, like but, Chris Rock, like he's he's starting to find his lane. The last few Chris, Chris Rock movies that I've seen with Spiral and uh, him and Fargo, yeah. like I feel like he's found his lane. He's actually a really good fucking actor. Chris yeah. Tucker was making blockbuster movies though. I mean, when I he got think, to Rush Hour three, yeah, I, I it was, was tired done of then. But yeah. it, before that though, I mean, Friday, uh, Money Child, they were bigger movies than what. Kevin I ain't gonna Hart. bring up Fifth Element. Yeah. That was a paycheck right there. Yeah, but that was a bigger movie than anything. Kevin Hart more than just straight Netflix wasn't around, but he. I'm not gonna say that. Those those that what's those two movies made with Ice Cube? Those are 
Oh, uh, modest, right, right along, right, right along, modest budget, just like. Um, but they were cool. But they're not on the Fifth Element. Hell no. no. That, that, that was a expensive. But we're talking about like Rush Hour One and they're, Money Talks. These are low budget action movies that just became huge hits. Right along's in the same boat. You spend you, under twenty million oh, to make it. You got it. Jackie Chan or Ice Cube. Jackie Chan's gonna bring in. No, he's not. Jackie, Jackie that, that mo- Rush Hour made Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker stars. What? Oh, Jackie my God. Chan was a star before. Was that. Not star in the United before. States. Well, that's well, that's all we needed was China to say. No, they, no, they're no. Enough. To, to hold his I think water. Jackie Chan Jackie more Chan internationally had more I, knew who, I want you guys to look I at all. Jackie Chan was before Rush Hour. I, I have to I admit. Did. I mean, I, that's, that's not. A, I did, but that was only because we had Rumble in the Bronx that came out. I, we had those. Rumble in the Bronx, uh, Super Cop, Who Super Am Cop? I? Yeah, yeah, he had a bunch of hits. Yeah. But those modest hits. Had Friday. I, I, I promise you, yeah. the, the Rumble in the Bronx, Super Cop, which, which got made a couple years before they made it to the United States. The entire gross of that is what Rush Hour made opening week. Okay, I'll, I'll say for us, because we are cinema lovers, we're more inclined to know more of his work as opposed to, I guess, the general population, yes, because he wasn't popular yet. Don't Jackie but Chan was not on that Arnold Schwarzenegger level before Rush Hour came out. It was like, oh, this isn't... And he hasn't even been since. I don't, I, there's never that big commotion. Oh, there's a new Jackie Chan movie out. But Jackie Chan's 97 years old, too, though. I mean, like, he's not. He can still make I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about just that oh, 90s no. era. Yeah, that it, 90s era. Rush Hour. This, Rush Hour was a box office phenomenon that nobody saw coming. And it took tur- all, all I'm saying is that to the top of the A-list. doesn't have that movie. Uh, Kevin Hart doesn't have that movie. He, he has a bunch of good movies, but that, that's a great for, movie. He doesn't have like a me, really big blockbuster. No, no, no. It's a lot of. I mean, he was co-starring Jumanji. Those movies made a shit ton of money. I don't see I that see as a rock. Kevin Hart movie. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a rock movie. That, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. I enjoy him that. Um, he was a sidekick right along. Nowhere close to being as funny as Rush Hour one or two, right along one or two. Yeah, but I see that those more movies as like a black comedy. Yeah, black I, comedies have like a ceiling a, on them. It's, it's a buddy no, buddy cop like it, Rush Hour. It's, I it's, can see. I'll put, yeah, I put it. It's a buddy comedy. Yeah, comedy. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't. I'm not putting that in the same category as I put tripping. That was. I, I'm, or hey, don't be talking about. Tripping. <laughs> I love. I love that. That's what I'm saying. But that was geared towards a certain audience. Right along, I don't even say as long with Rush Hour. They were trying to gather a broad audience both of them they just happen to have black leads in it but yeah i'm jackie chan yeah he had those he had uh who am i or oh, whom i can't have that but yeah the rumble in the bronx super cop which is actually something strike what was this first strike, uh, first strike, first strike, first strike yeah. which is actually a sequel to super cop it was first strikes police story four super cops police story three actually is renamed in the united states all all good movies see all four of them but yeah that that mo- Rush Hour came out. That was supposed to maybe make fifty million dollars, make a small little profit. That movie opened to thirty million dollars back in nineteen ninety eight. That was a huge deal, and right. it wasn't a summer movie. This movie came out like in September sometime. Yeah, it was a big time. It was just a yeah. It just it was a word of mouth hit. It was a good mistake, kind of like the first um, Hangover movie, absolutely, or, exactly. the, or the first Taken, and then they got greedy, exactly, and they yeah. tried to make more sequels, and it the just Rush shit Hour the bed. Two wasn't bad either. Rush Hour Two, I, I, Rush I, Hour I, Two I, was good, but yeah. when they got to the third one, yeah, I was yeah, like, y'all off. shit the bed. Yeah, they shit. Off. They definitely yeah, just for a paycheck at that point, and then they never recreated it. But it was just a the contrast of uh Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan completely totally different. And they try to do the yeah, same thing yeah. with like that Shanghai noon yeah, Shanghai with him and Owen Wilson shit, yeah. or Luke Wilson, whatever the Wilson brothers. Uh, yeah. And yeah. check out how much those movies made. Those were considered hits. They were nowhere close. Or check out in we were just talking about the Tuxedo the other week. I like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Say, or Around the World with 80 Days. 
Please, when you get oh, a chance, damn, you dick in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, Google, Google how much money Go. these Jackie Chan movies made. Yeah, but and Rush Hour is the exception. He, that's the only box office. We're smash talking about had. before Rush Hour. That's what I'm saying. Like after that, he, I mean, of course, he's older now. Chris Tucker had tax problems and all that shit. You I know, mean, what I, mean? I, I love those movies. I love, we're talking. I I love Super Cop. I, just, I, I, I love think, Friday. I think those are just. Like but a blockbuster movie. Neither right? one of those guys can open a movie to a big fifty million dollar gross unless they're in Russia. That's all I'm saying. I love them both. They're movie stars to the T. But as far as this box office draws, they're not, they they're not a, on that rock level where hey, the rock's in it. We can guarantee forty oh, million dollars. No, no. It's get, just I'm, that franchise. They yeah. can do a solid twenty, maybe. Yeah, maybe because I think the Foreigner was a was a pretty big one for uh, Jackie Chan it was, recently. It didn't make that much money. I love the Foreigner. That yeah. was great, but it was it, it was still a pretty solid movie. It was like solid. for him, like having his opening. It was, like said, it was a typical one. Jackie Chan made about thirty to forty million dollars in the United States. Rush Hour makes that in two days. Well, he probably made bank in China. Oh, who knows? Yeah, we don't know what they make. Off the other, yeah, the, the super cops and stuff. Yeah. Did. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, he has his audience. Oh, that was a good argument. All right, that was a good argument, man. We need... For sure. Yeah, I love those movies. I'm, I'm, yeah, I say all to say, Kevin Hart, man, you are shitting the bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I am I am not impressed with what he's been putting out lately. Like, him being himself in every single movie, it gets fucking tiring after a while. The same way I feel about Ryan Reynolds. Whenever I see Ryan Reynolds in a movie, remember when he had like that fucking cameo in Bullet Train? Y'all, y'all yeah. remember seeing that? I yeah, saw yeah. it over here oh, in the background. I couldn't here, believe yeah. it. Yeah, I, mean, like, I feel like he's just doing himself in every single movie. I was, and people keep paying him for that. I, shit. For sure, I was never the biggest fan. It it, it really took Deadpool to say, okay, this character he's made for this character. But even in that first Wolverine movie, he was annoying in that. This, it, I don't know. It, maybe it's. Just the way his eyes are shaped, his eyes are too close together. But (laughs) it's this guy, you just know he's got a smart ass comment, and that's some people love it. He's got a smart ass um, comeback. That TJ Miller dude said he'd never work with him again. Yeah, I heard that he was a real big asshole. I did see that. He said he told him that he hated him and shit like that. He's like, I didn't do nothing to the dude. He's like, I don't know why he hates me. Like, with the right role, he was good in that movie with Denzel Washington, that Safe House. Safe House. Yeah, I I remember watching. With the right role, he's good. But I was never big. Y'all liked it? I liked it. I thought that was a good little thriller. Yeah, trash. I can see why Wesley Snipes wanted to ring his neck. Now you know what I mean. So see there, Blade Trinity. I forgot about that. That's another reason i couldn't it wasn't his fault he was playing the role he was given but those characters him and jessica bill were so unneeded for that <laughs> unneeded movie. and they were Man, putting posters them of them two and not wesley snipes they, you would see a trailer with jessica bill blade like what the hell where's wesley snipes you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah the fuck out I, I did not like those characters in that yeah, oh, so. i'm trying to take it from the black i man. know ryan reynolds and blade Trinity. <laughs> like, get the fuck he's out not even here. a star yet. i know what's his nice in the back somewhere <laughs> Jeez. No, it was just yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Don't let me get started on that shit. <laughs> oh, man. oh Lord, yeah. be a black power rant. Fuck around <laughs> yeah, with me. Sure. But yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah, you got to do better. You've got to do better, man. I am so sorry, man. But I was really pissed watching that movie. I was like, this is the best that Kevin can do. This is the best. I know he's a better actor. Than it this. was par for the course for me. I, no, I, I, I really feel like Netflix is fucking up his career. Um, he may be getting money, money but his legacy is not really sustaining at this point. Because they all bunched together. They all like the same. Like you said, they're all the same. No, he just looks like a fucking black clown for hire at this point. I'm getting fucking tired of this shit. You know, at at the end of the day, um, I don't think he was ever on that trajectory. Success-wise, he's... 
He was very British. popular, but like he I is. said, he is popcorn. He is not like fucking soul food. You think he's like he's yeah, we'll, we'll, he'll never be in that Eddie, Eddie Murphy? Murphy. Eddie Murphy, say, yeah. Martin Lawrence, Martin, Eddie, Martin. There we go. Yeah, hell no. He's, he's he will not never close be in to that. that shit. Money wise, he's doing just as good as any of them are. But yeah, for most fans, I think he could be on a Martin level, but not yeah. Eddie Murphy. I think you understand how big Martin was. Martin, Martin was, was big, huge. but he wasn't. He didn't have a blockbuster movies either, though. I mean, yeah, oh fuck you, yeah, he did. You can say whatever you want, but Kevin Hart right now does not have one movie that's better than Blue Streak. Not one. Not to me. Yeah, I'd agree, but I. I feel Lord. like Mar- I mean I feel like Kevin Hart is is a uh, man. A Martin mega Lawrence celebrity. movies. Make- Mar- so is Martin. Uh, not now. I mean, he was. But I, I mean, Kevin not, Hart- he's not. He's not. Not. Yeah, not, not but I'm not saying. Now, I'm talking about in their prime. In their prime. Eh. I don't think Kevin Hart has like one uh, comedic standout performance to me. You- like he's in the movie, but he's not like the standout. And Jumanji was like The Rock and Jack Black. Yeah, I thought he was funny in that. <laughs> he was. I thought, I thought he was funny. He in. is, but he's the same guy, like you're saying, Tommy. He's in the same character. He is. He but I is. do. I will say, Kevin Hart is for for the other races. I don't think Martin Lawrence, even in his prime, was. I think he was a lot for us. Not as because I, yeah. I, I, you know, what I'm saying I don't. I don't mean to say it like that, but I think Kevin Hart a lot of. All cultures like Kevin Hart, you know. What like I mean? Kevin Hart, like I said, this yeah. is the only way I can describe yeah. it. He's popcorn, right? Like, yeah. like, uh, like, like Martin Lawrence, like, like I think they all been trying to equal what Eddie Murphy did, and you can't fucking do no, that. Eddie Murphy is a fucking anomaly that you'll mm. never match, no matter what race you are. This movie star period, yeah. And like he, he can be insanely popular, but you will yeah. never be anything of substance to me. No, no, in that eighties, no, early eighties, definitely nineties, and even he tailed off pretty bad. With uh, Norbit and all that bullshit. Yeah, because you know when you get to the latter part of their yeah. career, you know how bad their career get is when they're trying to revitalize, revitalize their career yeah. by constantly going to their old work, making sequels, like he's doing fucking Belly Hills Cop and we try to do with Coming to America. <laughs> I am You're fucking so up your not legacy. looking forward to Beverly Hills Cop oh, 4. You're fucking up your legacy trying to make a sequel because you can't make anything he did original lately. I thought it was actually pretty good, like Mr. Church. Like, keep doing that shit. I don't need to see Norbit and all that bullshit. Try something different because you're a very dynamic actor. You're very good. You can do better than this. Mm-hmm. I understand you got like 15 fucking kids and shit like that, man. You got to feed your families. But good God almighty, man, just make something a little bit better and try something original. I'm with you on that. Please, Eddie Murphy. I, I want you to end on a high note for the love of God. I don't want coming to America to be like like a legacy of like, oh, this is a dude that used to be like really popular and funny. But now we just know him for, you know. I don't know, these stupid-ass characters. Like, oh, come on. I don't want him to ruin his legacy by constantly going back to the old fucking well that he went to before. Agreed. Like, he's like one bad movie off from making like a Metro 2 at this point. <laughs> I'm like, 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 move the fuck on, man. What you gonna do, meet Dave 2? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. He, he, you ran out of donkey money. We get it. Shrek was a good payday for you. Yeah. Now you gotta actually go out there and work. Like him and Belly Hills Cop is going to look like shit. I'm calling it since it's on Netflix. It's going to be shit. Yes, it like, is. It's going to be so bad. You're going to see him running in the scene. He's going to be winded going half a block down. <laughs> come on. Come on. I, I can see this coming already, man. That trailer ain't going to be fucking fire. I'm not going to be interested in watching it. I don't give a damn if it is free on Netflix. If they fucking pay me to watch it, I'm not going to watch it. No, <laughs> I can't do that. I can't watch my heroes go down like this. You guys see the trailer for, um, and it, it, it put a tear in my eye, Whitney Houston's movie. They got a Whitney Houston movie? I, I, I refuse to watch that. What? Oh, 
No, I feel because I've been having an emotional few weeks, man. Watching like the redeemed. <laughs> that team put a and tear shit. in my eye, man. I can't, I can't sad. watch that because I already know how you feel. Don't, oh, bring, yeah. don't, don't bring you, up you that man's name. That sounds, that sounds like Begay. Yeah, okay, don't, yeah, don't say yeah, his yeah. name. Whoa, whoa, hold on, you lost me. What, no, because we're talking about Whitney Houston. Is it Whitney Houston? Oh yeah, I'm not gonna. No, no, no. Okay, I won't. I hate that guy. We already talked about Kanye's wife. They showed it on Black Adam. The trailers for Black Adam. I was like, damn, this, this shit hurt me a little bit. It did. Put me in my feelings because they were bringing up like the Bills Giant Super Bowl. They had the clips of that and stuff I'm like man duh, duh, so is this a documentary no it's an actual movie that just yeah. showed her doing those parts who's playing I can't remember the name of the girl I've seen her before but I don't know her name because I yeah. think Lifetime tried to do a movie about Whitney Houston that yeah. was trash yeah Whitney Houston no, it, it was it was terrible it was absolutely terrible um I can't say I'm looking forward to this they better too soon it. maybe too they, soon nah. it's been a while it's like it's, I was about to say, what is too soon? It's not like they. Uh, Whitney's been gone for a long wow, enough period of time. Wow, yeah. I'm, I have no desire to see that. Her work speaks for itself, unless. I am interested in how her, her life was. If you're going to delve into too. the drug habit side mm-hmm. of things. you got to find somebody that looks exactly like Bobby it, Brown. It doesn't seem to, to show anything <laughs> about that quite yet. It just showed trailers for like of a glamorous Whitney Houston. You know what I mean? Like how she was saying. Like uh, like her singing a national yeah, anthem at the Olympics and like, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Now, now my dad would say that's the best national anthem of all time. I don't he know. Marvin Gaye did his thing at the Olympics. Marvin Gaye did too. But it's showing like um, – how they try to pigeonhole her into uh, black music. She's like, I don't sing black music or yeah, white she music. she was pop. I sing yeah. good music. And they like, I want to dance with somebody. And even the people in the theaters like, ooh, all the women were singing. I'm like, yeah. this, this is going to be good. I might be good. I don't know for sure, but it looks good. I was in, I was intrigued enough to want to see that. So One of the top five voices of all time. Oh, have to be. Have to oh, be. has to be. Yeah, hand so, down. Yeah. No, it's just, I, I saw that trail. I was like, nope. You're not <laughs> going to get me crying today at work. Nope. Yeah, I, am, yeah. I am so good right now nope nope yeah. you guys love you with the me? new uh creed three trailer creed, right creed, like, i did and i'm actually intrigued i'm i'm happy they didn't go back digging to a well finding a new villain like they do in cobra kai it's gonna be clever langs yeah i was out of if it was better not if this clever langs i'm be disappointed i will say there was a rocky that did that didn't rocky do that where he had like somebody he trained like the white dude what was the white dude name uh, tommy gun yeah there we go yeah it didn't seem like that a little bit where i was kind of getting past. like a little reminiscent but it was a yeah. it's, a it's a somewhat different story like this is like somebody that helped Helped him like like kid, helped him yeah. when he was a kid. Gotcha. He probably like took a like a rap for him or yeah. something like that. Or he went to jail for him instead of him getting in trouble. Then he went off to have this career, and he's like, "Yeah, you you out there living my life." I'm yeah, like, All right. I I like that storyline for bit sure. Better, as opposed to him like training somebody, moving on from his career. I was like, eh, it's too soon for you because you know Michael B. Jordan. He's still relatively young, even for a boxer. You can still do this for like yeah, a John few more the years. Major dude is jacked. I he know this dude for that. Kane gonna whoop the shit out of the Avengers. <laughs> Holy shit! That's he's serious. Cocky is. He's bigger than Michael B. Jordan. Well, I'm glad like, you mentioned that. We got to talk about the Ant Man trailer too. Yeah. I, which, oh yeah, we got we got it. We got it. That looks great. Uh, you sent me that. That looks great to me. Now wow. I, I gotta just back up here because up until Kang showed up in that trailer, I was utterly utter underwhelmed watching that trailer. Really, I love Ant Man. I love Ant Man one or two. Uh, definitely. Better than almost any, probably Ant Man one or two are better than any of this current phase movies we've been out there. I'm, I, I'm put, I'm saying I've enjoyed those more than I enjoyed this recent Thor movie, the recent Doctor Strange movie, uh, Black Widow movie, Spider Man. Africa. Yeah, I can't put them above the uh, uh, No Way Home. I can't put above I that. I think there's another one out there in this phase. Well, uh, is Shang Chi in this phase? Shang Chi. Yeah, he he's he counts. For I, I gotta say, Ant Man is not my favorite character, but this does look good. I this looks very really intriguing because uh, Kang shot. is in it. 
Yeah. But I, 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 if we let's say you've never seen the Loki show, was there anything else in this trailer that made you look so good? I mean, I, I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way when the girls, hey, I just built, I'm grown up now. Look how smart I just built this this quantum device. And uh, I Michelle Pfeiffer, no, don't touch that. It's gonna hurt us all, and they get sucked in. Mm. Then we go to the. Uh, damn Vin Diesel Riddick future world that looks like every other <laughs> crappy sci-fi movie I've seen. The visuals in the, in this trailer did nothing for me, uh, especially when we need more originality to keep this Marvel run going. But yeah, Kang showing up, it, that was the best part of the trailer. But if yeah, you haven't I seen the Loki show, you're not going to know what the hell you're looking at. I'm about to say, the Loki show will definitely tease you up for this movie. You have to fully understand how scary of a villain Kang is. He is by far the worst villain that they've gone against. More so than Thanos. Just for the simple fact that, because there was like a clip in like a, in like a Comic-Con that they put out there that wasn't in the trailer because Kang was talking to Ant-Man. He's like, oh, you, you can't hurt me. I'm an Avenger. And then Kang says, an Avenger? He's, and he says, have I killed you before? And he said it so fucking casually. Man. Like, and because he's basically saying like, I've killed a bunch of y'all already. I just keep forgetting like who's who at this point. That's crazy. Because he time travels constantly. He constantly knows what's going to happen. He constantly knows who everybody is because he's been looking at a bunch of different universes. I kind of see where the storyline is going in this movie. Basically, I bet that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, um, uh, Janet Van Dyne, whatever her name is, she probably took something of him and he's basically stuck down in this uh, quantum realm so to speak, like this version of Kang that we didn't get from the Loki show. Because Loki show says basically, hey, all hell's about to break loose. You got to let go of like my worst variant that's out there. Yeah, he said you haven't seen the worst side of me yet. He said I'm the nice one, basically. Like you're going to get like the evil version of him. So I think once people really get a sense of how powerful Kang is and how dangerous he is, people are going to look at him completely different. I get to see, I, I, I kind of get the sense that – him being sold in his trailer was a bit underwhelming because people don't know about him that mm-hmm. much who aren't really like comic book fans like most of us. But if they really delve into like how like his history and how dangerous he is, you're going to look at him like, yeah, this is the guy that allowed Thanos to happen. That's how dangerous he is. That's terrifying. He yeah. he let Thanos do that and fin- that little that in gaunt- that gauntlet that uh, that snap. He let Thanos do that. That's the version of Kane that let him do that. That's how fucking dangerous this dude is. He lets shit happen. Nothing happens without him like allowing it to happen. I, I was I was very excited to see. If you that. have any kind of control of time itself, then you are a very dangerous individual. Yeah, yeah that's the why I get so pissed at like Doctor Strange. I feel like they're underselling how powerful he is. He doesn't use that time stone enough to me. That. Just how I feel like they undersold like Vision. In like the Avengers movies, like Vision never got to see his full like potential. You always got him like hurt or looking like a bitch. No, that's just me. But once y'all see him, Kang and Ant Man, you know Jonathan Majors, he is going to be one hell of a villain. I am, I am very much looking forward to it. Now, granted, I can see why you had a gripe with the whole girl like doing the gadget thing because I think Marvel is kind of like scrambling a little bit. They're trying way too hard to assemble the young Avengers. Which she's supposed to be a part of because she's supposed to be like the, like the the young wasp or something like that. Like really, how, like how like um and um, damn it, 
blanking right now in the Falcon Winter Soldier. You saw like the young black kid mm. that was with Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Bradley, whatever. He's supposed to be the young Avenger too because he's supposed to have like the same thing that happens with him and like Adam Smasher. He's supposed to inherit like that uh, super serum strength that he got huh. from his grandfather. He's supposed to be the young Avenger as well. But Kate Bishop was in the Hawkeye show, and then the twins from uh, WandaVision. They're supposed to be the, in part of the Young oh, Avengers. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't want to see any more of them. No, I actually like them. I don't think they were real. No, they're, they, they are real. They're, they're very real, so, yeah, which is kind of throwing me off that, you know, and plus, you know, the, the vision went away. This supposed to be a lot of Young Avengers supposed to be assembling, so I get why they're kind of like rushing a lot of them in there because Mrs. Marvel, I think, is supposed to be in there and uh, some other character that was supposed to be in like these Disney shows. But yeah. There's supposed to be a whole new assembly, like a Young Avenger. And I feel like they're really, really stepping up and like bringing them out at this point. So, See, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that can stay on TV. I don't, I don't need a little. Ki- I've seen Spy Kids series. I enjoyed that. Give me some grown men superheroes. Wait, here. hold on. What? I'm sorry. The <laughs> fuck? I'm sorry. Just happened. Did you need... say you enjoyed Spy Kids? I, it, I enjoyed. What are you fucking twelve? <laughs> Why are you watching Spy Kids? <laughs> we were in our early twenties when those came out. That was, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I'm, and and I'm, I'm, y'all give me shit about Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. Yeah. all right, all right. I see what y'all. I see what y'all. <laughs> I, right. I, I never I, got I into. I, I still understand. I understand what the appeal is. If this wasn't for me, especially when that movie came. Out, I was like, okay, I've tried a hundred times to be a fan of this. I am not with the power ring. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm to bet money you got a lava girl shirt in your damn closet right now. <laughs> no, I'm not that big. Jesus fan. Christ. <laughs> I ain't never heard nobody say they like Spy Kids. Robert, Robert Rodriguez is hot. I, I was out of uh, anything right. Robert Rodriguez made, I would, I would watch. All right, all right, all right, all right. But he lost me with Machete. All right, you like, I will what say. You like He lost you. He gained me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did like not, I didn't like Machete, and I was disappointed in the. Um, like the they killed Steve Seagal on that movie. It was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Steve Seagal dead. I, I wanted so much more from that. I, I look at Steve Seagal the way y'all look at Kyrie. You're like, man, this dumb motherfucker. Yeah. You gotta shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus, him and his fucking ponytail. <laughs> Sit your fat ass down. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I he used is, to love that. He is so ruining much. his legacy yeah. too. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he is. Imagine speaking about Kevin Hart. He has not sunk as low as the direct-to-video Steven Seagal movies. No. He has 20 of the worst movies ever made. I guarantee it. Oh, he, I told you that. He little, had Eddie George pop that, up in a movie. That half-past-dead bullshit with John Rule. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> That's when, and that was when he was still getting theatrical. This movie still come out in theaters. After that, it was like, okay, you're going straight to video. Yeah, that made like $500,000 over the weekend. <laughs> man, that movie ain't making a goddamn deal. Oh, they oh, got Lord. Uh, some else from some of my money. Uh, I paid to see Steven Seagal walking in jail with a do rag. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That was so bad. Why well, you got a fucking do rag and you got a ponytail? <laughs> he had a do rag on walking in jail. It makes no, it makes no sense at all. Like, oh what are you wrapping up? <laughs> Try to keep a ponytail down. No. Like, One of the funniest <laughs> images I've ever seen as a movie goer. Him wearing uh, that damn do rag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm hard now. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a criminal. I got a do rag. That is so funny. like they're gonna weird. let you walk in the prison wearing that shit your first day <laughs> how is steve seagal gonna go do rag with a cape in the back with a ponytail it makes no sense he was trying so hard to be black oh my god way too fucking hard oh man damn what was Good he talking about man i got sidetracked with steve seagal jesus christ ant man i think we're on current events uh yeah ant man that, that trailer looked pretty good uh have y'all Watch the Emancipation uh, trailer yet with Will Smith? Uh-uh. Yeah. Because I kind of want to get into that just a little bit because I feel some type of way about Will Smith, like, you know, deliberately inviting all those fucking black people to his uh, house and taking fo- photos with them to make it look like, you know, 
you know, I'm buying my way back into the good graces of the black community by having all these Negroes at my house. Right. Um, I don't think he was. I mean, it felt. All right, feel, if he really felt that way, that's like that's like amends you make behind the scenes. You always trying to make a social media presence with shit like that. Like, dude, you got to win your way back into the the good graces of America, but not doing that shit with me. I hate that. I hate that he had to make a fucking slave movie to be his first movie after that fucking slap. No, I think that movie was already being made before that. I, I would have shelved that faster than Batgirl. I think, I that's, I think that is why it got shelved because Apple, yeah, that's an Apple movie, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, Antoine Fuqua was the director. You got an A-list director, A-list lead actor. Yeah, I think that movie was supposed to come out a lot earlier than what it is. I think they pushed it back because of that Oscar controversy crap. And that was just like what six, seven months ago, and they yeah, got pushed back, and now all of a sudden they bring it out now. Yeah, um, I don't know. It feels Doctor weird. Strange was. And this has nothing to do with uh, this is COVID, but Doctor Strange was supposed to come out before the Spider Man movie. Actually, that got pushed back. They <laughs> that Doctor Strange movie was done before the Spider Man movie. They pushed it back after that. And I told y'all his first movie back had to be a fucking hit. True. I didn't. I didn't. I forgot all, all about this movie. Emancipation on Apple TV is not a fucking hit. No, <laughs> it is not even close to be. It's, it, it's not even maybe, inside the park home run for him. Maybe it's just a step in the right direction. Maybe that's all. Motherfucker well, needs a step into fucking therapy or something. Like, <laughs> like why are you trying to keep making yeah. movies? Um, this is one. As, as far as celebrity, we're just talking about Kanye. Will Smith is ne- has is nowhere close to this crap. Kanye saying. Slavery must have been a choice. Is worse than Will Smith slapping the shit yeah. out of Chris Rock to me. That that's that, it, go, that offends all the ancestors. That, that was uh, the most offensive thing, thing I've ever heard, heard in my life. Right. Coming from a black person. Oh my that. god! You yeah, and who's from the slums? Who knows? And then that White Lives Matter shirt shit. Yeah, that's good outrageous. lord. He's wearing Trump. Make Trump. Uh, a hat better or whatever hat. He made a, yeah, he, he made a fool out of black folks. We were sitting there with that "Make America Great." great make America Great. Like yeah, Trump's yeah. really listening to what you have to say. Right. Well, you're come on in, Kanye. Let's listen to something. I always say that you can only be offended by what Kanye does if you feel like he speaks for other black people. I don't think um, he speaks for other black people. I feel, I generally think he speaks for himself. He does, but he thinks that his words are gold. Yeah, you should. You it's only because take. money made him feel like he was empowered that way. He's, he's learning very quickly. Money right. does not make you as powerful as you are. It's the relationship that you have in the industry. People are not fucking with him right now. Therefore, they're taking away his fucking money. He really is being lynched in public right now. They're really teaching him a fucking lesson. Like, but he's bringing the rope to the stage himself. I could, it's an, I don't, he's bringing it on himself. If he just focus on his career, just put out music and videos, keep his mouth shut, the lynching would not happen. He right, is he, bringing he, the lynching rope to himself he, he, he and him. waving it in front of the face. No, he ain't just doing that. I'll take it a step further. He put the rope around his neck and he told everybody to kick, kick the fucking chair. <laughs> yeah, you're, mm-hmm. That's he way really, more accurate he, than what I said. Oh, yeah. He is really is trying to kill his fucking career at this point. Just to prove what? That he can come back again? Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get the end game with him. I, I do. I, I think right now he is kind of hurt because... I've always got the hunch that he wanted to make a killing in the fashion industry. He had those glow up Yeezy shoes that were a hit, but after that, everything else has been a bomb. I mean, uh, but the shoes saw, were still selling, though. You know, that's they what were. They, people want them just because they and they're the, selling now. Yeah, that's what yeah. made him a billion. It, it's kind of yeah. like a rarity too. I yeah, mean, it's ugly as hell, but people like them just because of the not the, the first Yeezys, those ones that look like Air Force ones with the glow. I love those. I, I oh, like the ones that made with Nikes. 
Yeah, the the Nike one. His Nike line was fucking yeah, dope. Yeah, it was bad with Nike, but when he went to Adidas, he started making these space shoes. And, yeah, I would not, never yeah, like But those. those sell, though. Like, they Only because they're so exclu- and they're, they're exclusive. They're exclusive, yeah, yeah. It's more of a status symbol at this point to say yeah. I got fucking Yeezys because it costs like $900 yeah, yeah. or something like that in the resale form. I've never like seen anybody crazy. before Wayne wearing them, ever. I have. I have, yeah, I have too. What yeah. clubs? I got to step my game up. Well, the, to be fair, the, the dude I saw wearing was the dude that did my uh, my tattoo. So, you know, he making fucking money. Oh, now, man. the ones I did see, they were Adidas. They had like a, a little, I don't know if they were Yeezys, but they had like a little line going up the top. And they they were kind of, it looked like some comfortable shoes that he had made. I don't know if they were Yeezys or not, but they weren't bad. They were, I'd wear those, but the rest of them were complete. I, I can't even believe he came out with these, you know, so I've seen, I've seen a couple ones. ones that were not bad at all. So, yeah. And look how he dresses himself. Yeah, he, I would never wear no shit but like But he that. had a sponsor. He was with Gap, wasn't he? He was with Gap. He yeah. was with Gap making his knockoff, like, holy shirts and shit yeah. like that. And, um, yeah, yeah. I don't quite get his fashion sense. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, maybe we just in the past and he's like so far beyond in the future at this point like it's like okay fine that's what people wear because i see a lot of weird shit out in the public nowadays but his fashion sense i I don't quite get it he have all these fucking fire ass shoes that he used to have with nike and shit like that and he keeps wearing these fucking boots and this big ass oversized denim jacket and Mm. some weird ass mask i'm like Man, you are so lost right now. Like, what Tell is going on? Why that kind of money? Oh, my Lord. He dresses like a five-year-old that dresses himself for the first time. <laughs> he does. That's serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, wear whatever you want. Just leave the house. Like, come out with, like, in snow boots like, and shit. Like, uh, um, Big Daddy came out with a yeah. red jacket. And- <laughs> he looks exactly like that kid from Big Daddy. He's like, man, just wear whatever you want, man. Just hurry get out of here. He's like, all right, fine. Makes me out here in pajamas and shit like that. Got fucking Rain like, Buzz Lightyear slippers on and shit. Hell yeah. Goggles, Lord, Kanye. you can't wear a cape out in public. <laughs> Kanye can, like yeah. right, whatever. So yeah, Kanye. Oh God. Well, once again, I'm gonna pray for you, Will Smith. I don't quite get it, but me personally, I don't think this was a good move to make like this emancipation movie. Even though it was already made, I would have shelved this fucking movie so fucking fast. I'm shocked that Apple still want to put it out. It's probably at this amount of money. I'm. At, it's a point, slave they, movie. It ain't like they put like a bunch of fucking CGI in the movie. True, true. But yeah, you put Will Smith in there, you're guaranteed you're paying $20 million up front no matter what. That's $20 million to your budget. I'm sure the production cost added at least another $30 because you got to recreate something that happened 200, 300 years ago. So it's not like you can just go out in the woods and shoot it. Got to create. I guarantee they spent at least $50 million making this movie. But why this project? Remember when he turned down Django? Why do this? He turned down Neo in the Matrix for Wild Wild West. He's made some bad choices. He let Jamie Foxx take his role because he wanted to make like a love story. Like, come on, man. You should have done Django. Should have. Granted, it probably would have been the same because Jamie Foxx, I feel like, is a better actor. Jamie Foxx killed it. Yeah. Yeah. He he killed it. But uh, I don't know. His his choices in movies baffle me sometimes. I don't quite get it. Agreed. I, 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 I never blame his talent for it i just think he hit project wise he doesn't always pick the best we just mentioned wild wild west he could have had the part of keanu reeves neo in the matrix that's who they wrote that character for you just mentioned Django. that would that could have been damn near his signature role you let jamie fox take that but i think i think it panned out for the better jamie fox was like, perfect for yeah, that. Yeah, you know, once again, in, I, in hindsight, these guys did a great job. You know, what I mean? absolutely. Yeah, and I don't want to shit on Will Smith on that aspect. I do think he's a great actor, but he's a great actor for the lane that you put him in. And the best analogy I can come up with that is 
a Ferrari is a great car, but it's not an all-terrain vehicle. You have to be a great car in the conditions that you're made for. Will wow. Smith is a great actor in the conditions that he's made for. Like comedy, every once in a while he'll do like some dramatic stuff, but he doesn't go too far deep into it. Jamie Foxx, I feel like, is an all-terrain vehicle. He's great in damn near everything that he does. I can't say the same thing for Will Smith. Every once in a while he'll try it because every once in a while we'll get like a – like a pursuit of happiness, which mm-hmm. I think was good, but then again, he tries too hard with like a seven pounds, and he goes too fucking far. See, I did seven pounds did not work. I don't. It people didn't work. Love about, that. What movie. about I Am Legend? He, I Am Legend was I Am Legend was a really good one, but yeah. it, it's what was the other one that he tried when he first started? Like I uh, Robot, six, I Robot, Robot, Six yeah. Degrees of Separation. Um, uh, hell, even like his comedy stuff, like uh, Shark's Tale, like he he doesn't have a hit in every damn thing. Like Men in Black two and three were. Eh, yeah, Men in Black Two was one of the yeah. worst sequels I've ever seen. Actually, Men in yeah. Black Three was alright. Men in Black is a classic. I, I love Men. And then Bad, he tried Bad to do that movie yeah. Focus, which was cool. But I like Focus. I thought it was good. It, yeah. it, it was okay, yeah. but it wasn't quite like the movie because at that point he was really in a slump. Yeah, it wasn't enough to bring him back. Yeah, know, it, it was. It wasn't quite that, but yeah. yeah, he he tries every once in a while. Then all of a sudden he'll pop up and do like a Legend of Bagger Vance. Remember that movie he was in with Matt Damon? The golf movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like, I don't know if he quite picked his lane that he's supposed to be in. He still feels like he's trying to find his way because he can give us an Ali. Cool, but I didn't think King King Richard was that great. It was good. It was good, but I don't think it was like, you know, Academy Award winning worthy or something like that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I I thought Leonardo DiCaprio's got uh, 20 better roles than what he played you in that. damn right he does. What's that movie where he was stuck in the wilderness with the Native Americans? Uh, the Revenant. Uh, the Revenant. He, yeah. They owed him one for that one. He was old at least. You, what, you didn't like two. that? I loved it. Bro. I, I loved Me it. too. But yeah. I, I'll take him in Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed. Because that's more, uh, I think, yeah. That's yeah. more got, of him showing his charisma and character. I think I, he yeah. should have won for The Aviator. Yeah, he was yeah, great. He was, he was great. nominated. Yeah, he should have won for Titanic. He wasn't even nominated for Titanic. That's yeah, that's thing. just jealousy. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like he can't be good at everything. Damn thing. They had to slow him down. Like hold on, hold on, there, young buck. <laughs> he was an unstoppable force at that point. Oh yeah. No oh, man, he he out there. He, you think he banging girls now? Like Leonardo back then. Jesus you know, Christ. he used to bang Giselle. That what? was it. Oh, Tom sh- Brady's. That was it. That was one of his old exes. I don't find Giselle attractive. She's a slight. She's fine, but overrated. She's not even in my top one hundred. I need more meat on the bones. I hear. Yeah, me too. She's She's like a toothpick. Like, no, I don't need all yeah. that. Leo felt the same way, apparently. Yeah, like Tom Brady, Brady handsome inter- ass. He's like, no. Interceptions and shit now. He's falling off. <laughs> He's like, I got divorced for like a two and five record. Where the fuck he is? Oh, yeah. We lost to the Panthers. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Yeah. yeah no so, pity for that man. Yeah. Well, yeah. He'll, he'll retire when he feels like yeah. it, man. He's going to keep paying him. He's going to keep throwing it. So, yeah, whatever. Oh, did I miss anything else on the news side? Like I'm gonna I feel Black like Panther. we ran. Out. I'm gonna save you guys from a terrible movie. I'll save that for next week. I think we're kind of running out of time here. Um, but yeah, I saw two horror movies over the Halloween weekend. I'll just I'll run through it real quick. Oh, this, go this, ahead, give it to do it real quick. One, um, I can see this one having a mixed reaction. I'm gonna say I'm on the positive side, so I'm on the three point five side. This movie had a lot of hype this year. I finally got a chance to see it. It is called Barbarian. Oh, no. I haven't seen it. Have you one. seen it, Sean? I was getting ready. That was going to be my hidden gem. No. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, you can so take I like, it. I like Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk briefly. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll get a 3.5. Me too. I, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. And this is definitely I, the reviews I heard for it. They, they said, we're not going to spoil anything. Yeah. But 
if avoid knowing as much as possible before you go in that movie. Definitely. Yeah. Very true. Very, I did very not true. know what I was getting into. Either yeah. did I. Either did I. <laughs> I, I did know that Justin Long was going to be in it, so I wasn't surprised. I knew he I was in it. I didn't know Pennywise was in it. Yeah. I, knew, I knew he was in it. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you take the reins for that. But overall, I enjoyed that. But can you understand why I say some people might not like that movie? Because Yeah, because my mom hated it, and I liked it. And really? me and her are usually on the same wavelength. And she's like, this is stupid, Sean. I'm like, I, what? Yeah. So I liked it. Yeah. I did not know where we were going with this. And I didn't even know that Justin Long dude was in it. I was like, well, he's in this? I knew he was, but I didn't think he'd be introduced they, like that. When they clicked over to him, I, I, I didn't know where the movie was going. Yeah. I was like, where the hell are we going with yeah. this? Yeah, That so. was damn near like a psycho moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is the real lead of the movie here. But that's um, a creepy ass movie. Yeah. It, it was okay. It was it was entertaining. Yes, I'll say the first half was much scarier than the second. Yeah, for by, sure. Uh, by the time we saw some character jumping off of a water tower, I was like, okay, this is pretty damn stupid. It got out of hand at that point. I but the suspense leading up to, I'll give you a quick just a quick synopsis, uh, synopsis of it. it. It's like this guy. She goes to uh no no that's your hidden gem right. I don't. We don't have to do it because if you if you no 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 I, no no I want I want to hear. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah. yeah, I want to hear that, but yeah. I, I didn't. I, I liked it. Okay, yeah, we'll go it. off of it then. I liked it. One of the worst movies of the year, a movie that I thought was going to be great. I actually said my hidden gem a couple weeks ago was the first one, Terrifier Two. I sat down and watched this movie, Terrifier Freaking Two, I haven't seen that with one, Art yeah. the Clown. Art the Clown, my guy. I, um, he might, he probably won't be after you see this. <coughs> is this bad? It, it this is bad. very bad. I thought there was a little bit too much online hype. This is people throwing up yeah, in the people theater, passing people out, walking out. This, yeah, I guarantee. Don't let your kids. Watch. I can. I. It took me two viewings to get through it because I really enjoyed Terrifier One, and I'm not somebody who gets who can gets turned off by. Too much. Actually, I, I do get turned off by too much growth. It's not scary, and if it's, if it's yeah. exploitive, that's if it just gets gratuitous. It's it's not. That's not my kind of movie. That's kind of why I didn't like those hostile movies, and I kind of lost track. Wait, you didn't the, like any of them? I don't like. I only saw Hostile one. That was enough for me. That was enough for me too. I almost threw up. Yeah, I did that. not like Hostile. Mm-hmm. I then, enjoyed it. I even watched the second one, which is. Yeah, they they could have done better. I didn't it like does that. have you scared to go over to Amsterdam and all that bullshit? I don't know. You got to think twice about that now. You know. Well, you got to think twice about traveling any damn yeah, way. Yeah, right. You almost got a fucking horror story of being yeah, in the I Uber. Know, I know. Dead so you serious. just never know. You just and that was in Florida. Shit. Yeah, right, in our own United States here. So yeah, people are crazy everywhere. Terrifier Two is one of the sickest movies you guys will ever see in your they life. They took it too far. They huh? took it way too far. Beyond yeah. the Devil's Rejects. Yes, Beyond that's the first terrifier. That is nasty. That is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs compared to this crap. <laughs> God damn! Like, yeah, yeah it was animal violence. Um, no, I can't. Kills oh, I, go on for five minutes. So when you think he's done, it's it's not done. He, I can't do animal violence. I know you like a dog going off a roof, but I can't, <laughs> do, that. I can't do it. If it's Batman punching it, I'm all for it. But no, this this was a sick, twisted movie. You have to have the sickest of humor to appreciate what they are going for i'm someone who really liked the first one it was a 80 minute low budget horror movie and i was kind of rooting for this and looking forward to it because this is kind of like a small independent success uh this is a movie they made for apparently two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it's only been released on like 800 screens and it's made like five million dollars that's the kind of independent success story I like to see. Okay. But I would have wanted my money back if I paid to see this. I turned it off about an hour and it's like, this is too much. And, you made it into an hour, so you know, I'll just keep going. I did, but to, to my chagrin, I didn't know what I was getting into. 
This movie is two hours and 18 minutes long. That's too long for horror. Way too long. I mean, if it's Exorcist, okay, it's building up. But Yeah, well, yeah, the first It movie, that was about roughly two hours, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah, but that this it it wasn't never as sick as this terrifier dude. This dude's this nasty. It is grotesque. Yeah. And if you think Terrifier One was bad, that times was bad. that time. Have thousand. y'all seen the Hills Have Eyes? It's worse, worse than worse that. Than yeah. that. Yeah. God, hey, damn. There's, there's a couple scenes where this dude is, I can't even tell you what he's doing, but he's doing some of the worst things you could think of to yeah. people. It, it's it's yeah. so bad. Yeah. It's so it I'm telling Ter- avoid that at all costs. I'm not going to watch it. I'm in a Thanksgiving mood. For yeah, sure. Yeah, the, Halloween is just a couple of days. Because there was, a couple, of, there was yeah. a couple like uh, Huluween movies on there yeah. that I wanted to watch. I was like, nope, I'm out of I'm out of October. I'm good. I'm good. I I'm still it. hanging on a couple of scary movies. But like, like Ryan said, that first Terrifier is bad <laughs> enough. If it's worse than that, then I, I don't need to see nothing. It's like probably that. the sickest movie I've ever seen. It's, it's just too much. Yeah. I've seen a lot of straight-to-video Overly violent crap. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer would be like, ugh. You know what it's, I mean? Like, like, this is like, really? I'm, I don't mean to laugh. That's fucked up. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. It's yeah, yeah. I, This is worse than Faces of Death. I don't know if you guys are saw yeah, that. We used to watch that together. Like, look, oh, this motorcycle blows up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, mm. it's too bad. So, yeah, I was very disappointed. I, I thought this was going to be actually scary movie that was just very violent. And it's excessive, gratuitous, yeah, it's and it's way too damn long. And this is certain movies I watch, and thinking back, I was like, oh, I could have cut that out. They could have cut that out. While I was watching, I was like, why is this scene in this movie? This is taking the plot nowhere. How in the hell did y'all get this movie released with these annoying-ass teenagers talking about nothing? Terrifier 2 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Avoid it like the plague. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to avoid and, and it. That's in the cars. theaters. I saw that last night on the headline. Yeah, it's got now. a little. It's got a little fan. Yeah. fan it's got a little cult following. Yeah. right now. I, I. That's it's not for me. That movie was not for me, and I vouched for the first one. I thought that was one of the better horror movies. I thought I liked that too. Yeah, and you wouldn't like it anyway, because it's a clown. You know what I mean? Nope, so, nope, nope. I'm definitely yeah, out. Yeah. Art the clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they talk about jumping the shark. This movie went way too overboard. Um, don't let your kids watch that, adults. Please. Please, it's awful. Oh, unless you're trying to piss your kids off. Oh, God. It's, I can't even imagine being scary. It's just, it's just twisted sick. and sick, yes. There's some people who just against anything. Like, there's people who don't even celebrate Halloween. Oh, yeah. I was listening to something today, and this guy was like, yeah, my mom hated Michael Jackson's thriller. She said it was too bad for me. I was like, God damn, oh, I'm my glad Lord. I didn't grow up in that Dead serious. That's that just too damn man. The thriller was too bad. Like, damn. God damn. He had a bad childhood. That well, is you know, rough. like, even Michael Jackson says, you know, I don't, I'm not supporting this, you know, cult when it first comes on and stuff like that. And he said his mom was saying all kind of bad stuff. He couldn't even look at the, the video of, of Thriller. That's crazy. Young. That's a damn. I would never do that to I my know, kids. man. That's taking all of it. Michael Jackson wasn't trying to do nothing. Just having fun. You can't you know? shelter them from the world. You're going to see right. way worse stuff than that. Thriller watching was, the news. Shit, I wasn't even. I thought I was hype watching that. Doing moves and stuff. You know. Oh, yeah. You in the rest of the world. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Never... You know there's a TikTok dance out there. People doing Thriller dances and shit. So, yeah. yeah you might as well not fight it. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure yeah. you've seen the inmates in some jail doing that crap. What? Yeah, it's hilarious. He is. I saw what Freddie was doing it, and it had Michael Myers and it. Oh, I it. saw that one. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. They were jamming. Yeah. So, all right, we ready to get to hidden gems? Yeah. Sean, you might as well pick it up where well, he left off. Yeah, yeah, mine's was that barbarian, that hidden gem that's on HBO Max. It was. It actually was in the theaters 
Might be simultaneously. It might be still out there somewhere. In the I theaters. think I think it's dwelling in the top ten. Yeah. It was number one at the box office for for a couple weeks. I did not know what I was getting into. And usually when I watch something at home, I'm on my phone. And I was like, you know what? I better pay attention to this. And so it kind of is a synopsis. It was like it's already scary, but it takes another turn because it's a scary. Where like this young lady ends up going to an Airbnb, whose the Airbnb is already occupied by a dude who plays it. Uh, that Bill Skarsgård is that his name? Yeah, yeah. He's the him and this girl are in the same Airbnb, and she spends a night in the house with this dude she doesn't even know. And she's extremely a, suspicious. She's suspicious of, the guy. of him already doing. Yeah. It. He's he's not really like doing anything to her, but he's really really like trying to get to know her. Like, hey, you want yeah. you want these like covers? Kind of yeah, kind yeah, of guy very too. very awkward. He already looks scary by himself. You know, what I mean, and this is, this would be a woman's worst nightmare. She's like, no, nah, I better go get a hotel and all. he's like no 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 you sleep in the bed and stuff mm-hmm. and so she's sleeping in the bed wake up the door open he first he's having like crazy nightmares and shit and then she she gets more investigative I mean, it's like in a really really bad area of detroit where it's like all been run down nobody lives bad. there bad everything is bad yeah, in detroit this is really really bad this looks like some kind of explosion went off because no there's no houses that's put together except for that one house which is beautiful on the inside it's something it's definitely made for be an airbnb and it just takes a turn to a dark dark darkness that i didn't see coming for me i thought it but then it got goofier at the end but that second half of the movie was in the first and second half were really good, but the third half it kind of they dropped the ball a little bit with that. Yeah, one. I probably would have gave it like a four point five. They had if me it wasn't for the last twenty minutes. Yeah, I would still give it a four, but if it, it could have got a four and a half five if because that part where things got real creepy. I was like, oh, shit, I did not yeah. see that coming. No, out. that had me rem- screaming at the television. Yeah. Don't go down the, there. The, that's you're going to hate that part because they do some of the dumbest shit ever. And she did some of the dumbest she shit ever. She did yeah. some of the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> so, and then did some of the smartest shit ever the second half of the movie. Right. And it seemed almost like it, it turned into more of a, I don't want to say a comedy, but it, it was something like it, was, it got goofier to me. But the first and second half... It had me convinced. This is one of the scariest things I was going to see for a while, you know, in a long time at least. Uh, I don't know the lady's name in there, but Bill Skarsgård is the one, that, and uh, Justin Long, dude. Yeah. Uh, he's in the second half, and they make him definitely somebody you, you want to see get killed. For you sure. You know what I mean? He's a big-time asshole, rapist kind of thing going on here. So, um, yeah, I, I gave that one a four out of five. Uh, it's, it's definitely something I think you should, it's a hidden gem because I feel like it just came out of nowhere. I just off HBO Max, boom, Barbarian. I'm like, I give it a trance. Did, I've heard of so it. So that's on. It, H- that's why it's online. It's now? HBO, HBO Max. Max? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So watched it, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, except for the ending, like you said, it's, it got kind of out of hand. But that when they was doing what they were doing, I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, what the hell is she thinking? You know, yeah, I, well, when you were, him alone is scary. You know, they didn't even have to go where they went and where they take it, took it to. So uh, get out one to try Barbarians on HBO Max. It's, it's definitely creepy. For, that's a movie to, with a lot of surprises. Surprises for sure. Yeah, and it's, so. it is very well made, too. Yeah, I thought so, too. Because even how Sean was talking about how it was in a rundown city, you can't see that when it first starts off because you just start off with a single shot of her. Pulling up to the B and B, and all you see is her getting out of her truck, walking into the house. Yeah, because it's raining and thunderstorming. Exactly. And then you open the door, and it's Pennywise standing there, and they're like, already yeah. like, nah. this is already bad news. You know what I mean? And he's all suspicious of her, and he's all. Oh yeah, and like what? the casual moviegoer is not going to no. know that's Pennywise. No, no, he was we, covered in so much makeup. He was. Oh yeah, but I know his eyes. He's got those yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
Yeah, like I said, he was very suspicious, uh, not suspicious, but very questioning, quest- questioning her and what she's doing. And, hey, you you, you like this? Do you need more sheets? Uh, I'll be right here, man. And, and the part where he said, let's go downstairs. I'm like, what the hell? No, 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 let's, let's go downstairs. So uh, when it went down there, that took a turn. And, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So It's recommended. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it as well. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. All right, Ryan, what you got for us this week for Hidden Gems? Um. I'm not sure why this popped in my memory. I was just brainstorming of a movie that I think would be a little seen, but something I really, really liked. And an old episode of Siskel and Ebert popped in my head. So this movie that I'm recommending from 1998 was brought to my attention from not only Ebert, which was the fat one of the two, just in case, but also our former president, Bill Clinton. At uh, one point on uh, Cisco and Ebert show, he had Bill Clinton on there, and Bill Clinton said this was his favorite movie of the year, and that's how this movie was brought on my radar. And this is a 1998 movie called The Red Violin. Um, huh. This is probably one of the few Samuel Jackson movies that most people have never seen. No. He's, he's uh, not the the lead actor in this, but this is a uh, about a violin. I believe it was made in Italy back in the 1600s, and Samuel Jackson's at an auction bidding on it, and I believe in modern-day Canada. I think he's in Montreal or something. And throughout that, it traces its lineage through three different storylines of how that violin ended up at that auction. And this was one of those movies I saw at a young age when most of the time I'm just watching action movies, uh, comedies. A drama like this I normally wouldn't sit through. But, hey, Bill Clinton recommended I read Ebert reviews and watch Charlie Week. If he says it's good, I'll give it a chance. And this is one of the, one of those early age dramas that I sat through. It was like this was a good, touching movie. Now, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Um, some of Samuel Jackson's best work in only maybe 30, 40 minutes of screen time. So if you're a Samuel Jackson fan, uh, that's worth watching. Uh, I'm surprised a lot of the other actors in this didn't really have big careers, but it's really solid work, and it's. Uh, just on a on a human level um in an age with movies where there's all ips and has to be based on a property and we're always sitting up for a sequel it's good just to see a good standalone well-made movie that you can watch uh with uh, your family or a loved one and it really kind of uh touches on how the things we own even though they have importance to us but um they can sometimes have the same importance for other people that kind of kind of hits home on why you should kind of cherish the things that that you hold dear, whether it's a physical object or the people in your life as it is uh, a very solid drama that is very under underseen. Uh, I came out the same year as Saving Private Ryan and a lot of other blockbusters. So it kind of got lost in the shuffle. Well, yeah, everything's going to be lost after Saving Private Ryan. Dead serious. That's that, that's a groundbreaking film for sure. But, yeah, this was definitely one of the better movies I saw in the 90s, and uh, it's a shame that not too many people have seen it. So, hopefully, yeah, my little segment here puts that movie in more audiences' eyes. It's well worth watching. The Red Violin, 1998. Give it a chance. It's 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 a classic. Okay. Damn, I'm surprised I, I missed I something. I heard none of that, yeah. That's a good one. Well, to be fair, 
Samuel Jackson makes a lot of fucking a movies. lot of fucking. <laughs> yeah. He got more movies than Little Wayne got mixtapes. I mean, well, shit, somewhere, man, he's saying a lot. Somewhere today, I saw he has sixty-four movies that he was in. That's it. That, that sounds kind of low. Yeah, yeah. That sounds. Maybe I think he at least crossed a hundred by now. Damn. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's just him being in there for like two minutes, like Kill Bill, uh, uh, two or whatever. <laughs> he's sitting at a piano. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the Incredibles. Yeah. He's he's this dude's in all shit low. Yeah, he's got just, he's got to be past a hundred. He's yeah, got to be. They must. They, they probably not counting his cameos or something like that, where he just shows up for a hot second and then he disappears, like damn near every Avenger movie or something. But I guess <laughs> they count them. All right, now my hidden gem is something that I found on Netflix last week. I was really digging at the bottom of the crate because I'm trying to force myself to like Netflix again. So every once in a while, I'll pick a movie that just randomly looks decent, and if it has an actor that I know, then I'll probably try to watch it. So the one that I caught last week was a movie called I Used to Be Famous that has Ed uh, Serkin in it. Now, he plays the bad guy in the first Deadpool movie. You know, remember him? The dude that... Um, oh, got you. you that basically call gave, me by my bad yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he called him Francis. The entire <laughs> Francis movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Now, this is basically about uh, a guy who used <laughs> to be in like a really big boy band like uh, earlier in, when he was like a when he was a kid. Now he's an adult, and basically he's he's trying to become I don't know famous again for his music. So basically he's like going around town playing his music in like random places, and in doing that he actually stumbles across like a really talented uh, young drummer who happens to have uh, autism. So basically he's he's using his talent in order to become popular again because he's learning like on TikTok. Basically like how you get record deals from a lot of people now is like. You got to have a huge following. You got to have like you know TikTok or Facebook or Instagram or something like that. So basically, he uses his kid to become popular again online, and basically he uses his kid to basically get like another record deal. So in the midst of all that, he goes on this path of like really doing stuff for his own, like for his own self good, like uh, trying to help the kid like become like a better drummer, not try to use him along the way, like going through all his personal stuff that he had as a kid because basically he. Um, he went through some stuff as a kid being in a boy band. It shows like how fucking conniving people are when they treat kids when they're like a uh, young talent. It felt like they were told, doing like a documentary on the Jonas Brothers or something or Backstreet Boys. It's like, like yeah, man, they're really famous, but they got a lot of money. But you know, people are gonna get fucked in like one way or another. Like, like people are using them for all the wrong reasons. So it's basically one of those kind of redemption stories. It was kind of like a feel good kind of movie, like him just trying to get back into the limelight, but doing it for the right reason, not trying to be famous in the end, but mostly just trying to help somebody else. And he'll just find his own way back on his own. So I thought it was a pretty good movie. I I think people will probably enjoy watching it. It's, it's pretty much a one-off. I don't think they should take too much into it, but it was definitely a nice little feel good movie. Every once in a while, I just need to watch like a feel good movie. I I don't want to watch horror. I don't want to watch a drama or watch. I think my wife watched the good nurse without me the other night and I heard it was actually pretty good so that might be my hidden gem for next week if it turns out to be pretty good because uh, I heard this movie is actually actually pretty damn good it has um, Jessica Chastain and the one guy who uh, played um, Stephen Hawking I can't remember it's Eddie Red- I know who you're, I never saw that movie by the way but I know who you're talking about yeah, yeah I heard he's a really talented actor so I need to start watching a little bit more of his movies but I heard he did a really really good job in this 
movie The Good Nurse, so I'll probably have to check that out for next week. But yeah, this week I said I suggest y'all watch uh, I Used to Be Famous on Netflix. So huh, y'all never heard of that one. All right, all right. Every mm. once in a while, Netflix gives you like one decent one. Yeah, it don't have to be like that big popular shit like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gail Godot and like those movies that you can tell they spent like a hundred million dollars on or some shit. But yeah, every once in a while they have like a nice little low budget. Like indie kind of feel of a film, and that's the. I wish they I would do more of that. So this is a Netflix original movie, then. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, okay. that means they ain't going no damn where. We got that big end in the corner. That means they paid for it, and they're gonna keep it forever. So, yeah, I think I should good to hear. All right. All right. Well, pretty good show, you guys, man. Well, yeah, it's right. good to be back, fellas. Good to be back. Good to be back, and um, yeah, first thing tomorrow morning, I am booking our. Uh, our night out for uh, Black Panther. Nice. Right. So it'll be yeah. for the 13th. So, cool. yeah, so y'all might as well get y'all guests, guest list together. See who y'all want to bring. Ryan, mm. you're, uh, we already talked about it. We're going to bring it on the air. I'm still at six right now. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm just going to say be cautious. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm looking yeah. more like 10 and uh, about 10, yeah. So. So, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy what you said. <laughs> well, me deciding to go to the Halloween yeah. party over another trip. I think uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't have any uh, any trouble at night with me. All right, because we would sound like we're gonna have to have security too with this. Then uh-huh. have to have my dad go back into the police force. <laughs> like, no. So. no, yeah, it's uh, trust me. Yeah, the guests that I mentioned, they are okay with whoever I show up with. They are having to bring their own family, and uh, no problems will come from that person's family. I guarantee that. Okay, I was like, Ryan has like one of the most interesting lives I've ever had in my life. My life sucks, actually. Please, a lot of people think that until you compare it to somebody else. Like, damn, man, your life has a lot of interest. I wouldn't even (sighs) mix that together. I wouldn't even take a chance with that. Sheesh. Some girl I've only kicked it with once said, hey, can you? I start a new job. Can you babysit my kid? Like, no. God damn it. You shouldn't be trusting me with that shit. Yeah, I'm know. not making that up. She didn't see the Aries Spears damn thing? <laughs> shit, man. Like, I, I, this really happened two days. I could not believe that popped in my phone. Yeah, uh-huh. I know we chilled just once, but most of my other friends, they're a little bit too into drugs. You just seem like a really nice guy. Can you babysit my kid maybe? <laughs> yeah. No. Right. No, no, no. Wow. I didn't. I, I said it a little more kind than child hell. care is not for everybody. <laughs> man. You don't know what them kids. No, I'm hell no. She don't I'm, know you. You don't know them. I don't exactly. want to babysit I mean, my own kids. Kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hell no. That. Like that's some you know middle aged man wants to babysit somebody's kids. That's like, something you say to somebody you've been in a relationship right. with years too. I don't even hell. Not man. a one night fling. I haven't heard from you in three months. Hey, can yeah. you? <laughs> you got to oh. be desperate as a fuck. Hell yeah, man. That they found your number. <laughs> What's that Buffalo Bills dude doing? Man? <laughs> Get him then. They're doing good yeah, this year. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> like he worked for a hearing aid company. He'll hear my kids. <laughs> They're the AFC division leaders. Might be a good babysitter, man. <laughs> He's <laughs> a good fan. <laughs> oh my god, you guys have been killing me tonight. Oh man, that's fucked. Oh my god, yeah, that's oh. a crazy. That's crazy. Oh man, all right, man, let's just take it out with Migos, man. Right. Y'all being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring it back one time for all my guy right. takeoff. Oh, good, good choice of songs tonight. Too. Yeah, good choice of songs. I'm gonna get more into his stuff because I did like that Quavo CD you gave me. Telling you, Migos, if you like that, give Culture Two and Culture One a chance. You're right. in fear for some good music. I wasn't too big on Culture Two, but it grows on me after a while. 
and the one out al- and the album they have with uh, Quavo and Takeoff, I think it's called Unk and Few or something like that. Have you heard that? It's pretty good. I've heard the singles. I, I can. I, I might. I'm gonna go ahead and cop that CD. That'll be the it's, first it's, CD I bought in a year. It's pretty good. Damn, you still buy CDs? Shit. I, do, I don't. I, I'll, I'll download the MP3 <laughs> on my phone. But yeah, it's not available. It's, I haven't found it in the, in the any of the legal download places. Which is at this point, I'm gonna purchase that takeoff Quavo CD. R.I.P. to you take off. That's a damn shame. I know. Another Black King. Gone a little bit too soon, man. That being said, I hope everybody has a safe weekend. Don't go out doing anything that we wouldn't do. Just stay in your house, enjoy a movie, watch some TV, eat some popcorn like Sean does. Nasty shit. (laughs) Or just be like Ryan to stay in, watch your bills, win another fucking game. (laughs) Gotta enjoy Watts here. It's been 30 years of misery before this. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Josh Allen, he is kicking ass on my fantasy team, man. He is by far the best pick I ever had in my life. I bet. It was like either him or the year that Randy Moss went off. I had oh, him. I hated it. When he played for the Patriots? Oh, man. I, I damn near I won the championship that year with him. Oh, yeah, I didn't even play yeah. fantasy back then, so that's been a while. I'm so glad they broke up that Brady Moss partnership yeah, after two uh, or three years. Man, that was too soon. Too soon. Yeah. All right, man. Everybody, thank y'all for tuning in, and I hope you guys have a good week. And enjoy yourself. Watch a movie. Talk mm-hmm. to you guys next week. Okay, good night. Take care. Don't worry about the rivals.